right See, there. this is what I was going to say. Are we going to be funny first? And then you guys should have been funny. Well, and we could have done yeah, right yeah. there. See, Gerard. I'm not your like, you get monkey. This. I'm not yeah. just funny on Tamar. <laughs> monkey. Okay? All right. I want to be funny. Get on your unicycle. Come on, Ralph. Pick up jokes. Balls Ralph, the funny switch. Just turn on the funny yeah, switch. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, just yeah, fire yeah. it up. Right. Sometimes it backfires. 10.30. Luckily, we can edit those moments. I will say, if we're talking about at least funny things we experienced this weekend, uh, Jake, you have the best photo with the Tekken guys. Yes. From the Tekken 8 party. Oh, thank you. What's your one? I'm just like a small postured. The two of them are are ripped and bleeding and muscular and sexy. and I'm soft and short. (laughs) (laughs) Just like timid. It's a Jake sandwich. Never closed a fist in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to send that photo to Stu so we can edit that. Yeah, please. Let's make sure. Definitely. Did we all get a picture? I did. I got one. I was more like a. Like a chieftain kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I did one where I was like pretending to whisper in one yeah, of their ears that. and we were and we were bitching. That was a good one. So people listening, uh it, there we, uh, there was a Tekken eight event and there was uh Jin and um Kazuya. Kazuya, thank you. And uh they were like incredible cosplayer actor men with like perfect muscles and the crazy hair. Yes. And everybody was walking up and taking pictures with them and they were really cool. Uh I wanted to like be very polite and not like objectify them, just being like, What's up? Let me take a picture with you. Doing I, these ones. I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, hello, how are you? How's it going today? Yeah, they were really dope. They were really cool. Yeah. Love those guys. The scary part about them is that they had even all of the veins. Yeah. Oh, guys my oh, yeah. God. Like, they didn't look yeah. real. They didn't look real at well, all. So we saw them. We were with you. When we walked past them, we were like, have you seen these buff guys? Yeah. yeah. Tekken stand. Um, Tekken was not playable at all, by the way. This is not no, like... No, it wasn't. No, they gave us yeah, gold yeah. medallions for the for a the alpha or a yeah. beta. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that they Tekken held a party that just turned out to be Harada's birthday party. Yeah, that's right. And that's they cool. just had, cool. these, they had these cosplayers. I wish, I wish we had known that. I would have brought, brought Harada something. <laughs> what a present. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I'll put a some Tim Tams. And yeah. we walked past uh, and like kind <laughs> of nice. snuck a look in and these two amazing cosplayers were there. And we all thought they were wearing like you know the bodysuits yeah. for Arrested yeah. Development. No, they yeah, were real. Yeah, yeah. But they were real. <laughs> they were real. That like that they could really throw one another <laughs> into a volcano. Like yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It was all. They were also there the entire day. Yeah, yeah. I walked like, by one both days, both, both days, both days, nine a.m. Ripped, yep. shredded. Cold, ready to go. <laughs> Cold, I, I, yeah. I walked by one time and it was like dead because everybody was like at appointments and they were hanging out, chatting together and like eating a bag of chips. Wait. And I was like, are you allowed to do that? Yeah, Is I've, that law appropriate? Is that a well, canon event? They're eating well, sun chips? The, the, that part of like the Tekken lounge, whatever it was, was mostly just for the party. Yeah. But they had them for both days and we didn't really know it's you like could go in. It's a spot to post yeah. up, yeah. But also like they had not one, but two ice sculptures. <laughs> That's true. They had a they had an ice luge. Oh! Uh, the photo I am sharing, I will send to Stu as well, is these buff dudes that we're talking about sitting down playing Blue Protocol, right? So it looks like living. the meme of like Yes King, like yeah, yeah like the, the Jack guys it's at the so computers. Super, exactly right. It's exactly it's so that. good. It's dude. Very cute. Oh, oh okay. Welcome to the Friends for Second podcast. We're in person. Yay! Yeah, guys, we did it. We made it a year. We're we here. No. One year. One year. One year. That is crazy. It's episode. Episode, despite being a year, it's only it's episode 23. 23. <laughs> yeah, that's because we are every other week and uh, we've been uh, gone for a while. Mm. We're actually a little later. This mm. is a really big episode. We're going to be talking about stuff you may have heard about a while back, but we've also played a lot of things behind the scenes at all these events. Mm. So we're talking about a ton. Uh, we're also talking to Ben Starr, 
the lead actor of Final Fantasy 16. He plays Clive. He's like right on this couch. Yeah. Yep. Where Jake is sitting right yeah. now. He yeah. was here just before yeah. we recorded that block first. Yeah, we had a really good and conversation. Yeah. So. It was really, really I great. Actually. So sweet. Yeah. I want to be friends with him. <laughs> I think, I I think mean, he would like to be friends I, with you. Yeah, we, I, you ben, guys ben had it, a moment where yeah. it was like, we don't Capital need to be. G Gamer. That's like, right. Ben, ben if you're watching this now. And he will be. Let's let's do a co-op game. What do you want to play? Let's right. do Resident Evil 5, whatever. I'm down. Let's but do it. This yeah. is how fast dudes can become best friends meme. Just guys being dudes. guys just talking about getting trophies in he was, yeah, yeah. He's, literally, he's literally like trophies and it's like a dog whistle to yeah, you yeah. it's like trophies what? and then you're like huh? trophies yeah. <laughs> Crash Team Racing Nitro you know <laughs> when, when he said that I was like Jesus Christ yeah, this guy I know, really right? is even I didn't do that one yeah. it's in there it's damn not. yeah so look forward to that it's, it's a good Sweet. chat it's a good chat so uh, with everything we have I think we'll do a, kind of a little breakdown rundown of some of our highlights of mm. each of the things that's kind of what we did last year, yeah. which was our first episode. That's yeah. wild so, to think. So uh, we might as well start off with the Jeff Keighley Summer Game Fest stream. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> I thought, it was, I, yeah, I mean, I liked it. I think starting with that Prince of Persia game, which we are going to talk about today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did we all get hands on with that? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. yes. I got hours of hands on yeah. on it. Oh, yeah. Lucky. You went to I, I went Paris. to Montpierre to play it. That's crazy. I was there, I was there and... Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for me... Uh, I'm getting the list up, too. Yeah, yeah I've got the, my list, too. I know there's so many. Uh, one there of, was a lot. One of the biggest yeah. highlights for me was... Let me see that. Uh, <laughs> so this is small This is small stuff, medium yeah. stuff, big stuff. Oh, nice. nice it was nice yeah. to breathe the same air as Nicolas Cage. Oh, that my God. Really oh, nice. I was so angry. Yeah. So we were doing, like, the giant bomb talk over... And I was in the studio... And I was like, oh, there's always going to be a big guest. And then you guys were there and it was Nicholas Cage. I know, right? Mm -hmm. And he looked so happy to be there. Yes, he was very excited to be there. Because Al Pacino, you could tell they kind of just pointed him on the direction yeah. of the stage and shoved him out and he's and like then, what's what what oh what am i what's going on here huh i can't and, read that yeah and then and they that cut was off it. the telephone they're like right. he's al pacino figure yeah, it out yeah that's right michael so, Mad- michael but, uh, but uh what's his name uh cage was just like he loved it he was just up there yeah. he was just inhaling the moment yeah yeah full like the facial expressions and the eyebrows and oh yeah all of it man it was amazing he, good he, too. he, he looks fantastic he knew whatever he was gonna say I mean, I feel like he probably just had some bullet points in his head. Yeah. And then he just Nick Cage the rest. You yeah. Know what I mean? like, like, imagine being in a game where you play yourself, too. Like, he's not, he doesn't yeah. have to reach too I mean, much this there. is the year of meta Nick Cage, right? He yeah. was in that, uh, that oh, movie last year. Massive Talent. Yeah. Massive, Massive Talent. Talent. Yeah. Have you seen yeah, sure. Renfield? No, I heard it's, it's, I heard it's awesome. great, though. Oh, I really liked it. Yeah. Okay. I, and he's hamming it up. He's the, That scenery, bite marks all over it. The... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> nice! I like it. It's a good. The, this, wow! Wow! Uh, yeah. The takeaway, honestly, for that, because I'm not like a Dead by Daylight guy, yeah. and we we're talking about this for too long. But uh, I hope other publishers, developers take note because he seemed genuine. Yes. I've seen anecdotes out there that like he does really genuinely like some games, mm-hmm. um, and I think there's more opportunity to ha- for him to actually be in something, and that like would get like. I what what else? Consumer. Fortnite. What else should he Fortnite. be in? Don't say Fortnite. Anything but Fortnite. What else should he be oh, in? Jay? God, Tekken Eight. He Fall should... Guys. Tekken Fall Guys. Fall Tekken Guys is really good. Fall Guys actually yeah, Fall guys is really does good. work yeah, quite well. Excellent. To be honest, the with bees. You. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, uh, but for me, I think the big thing was Alan Wake Two. 
Oh, dude. Seeing oh that my was God. very nice. Uh, getting a snippet of gameplay. Yeah. Very much backing up what they've been saying about the game, where it's uh, legit survival horror. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. And we'll, I mean, we'll talk about it. We all went to the behind closed doors. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I we didn't. Did. No. You missed out, man. That was Let like tell you. that was like the didn't best. Get an invite. That was right. the best part of the play days. Thing. The, the craziest thing to me for play days. I don't know if it was the same for you guys. Is that uh, my schedule was full both days. Oh yeah. yeah. And totally. yet there were still things I didn't get to see. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. I was, I was really bummed I didn't get to do Day of the Devs this year. I did. Which was my was highlight last year. Yeah, it was very good. Um, so One of my friends, their game was in Day of the Devs. And so when I got to the booth, and I was like, yeah! yeah it was so cool. I got to sit down and play with him. It was great. Which game oh. was it? Haunty. That's very good, that game. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The art design is top tier, actually. It's yeah, like the, 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 uh, the best looking things of the show. Director of Haunty and the musician of Haunty are good friends of mine. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it was just so fun seeing their to, to be there because they had no funding, they had no support. Aww. So to be here at Day of the Devs, yeah, that's a huge turnaround for them. I want to hear from you about Sonic Superstars. Yeah, because you're the guy. Yeah, yeah, you're the guy. You, you guys didn't play it to see it. No, all? they yeah. wouldn't. They would. They only were doing walk up bookings. So oh, okay. They were, I was like super busy and whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I like watched it. All, yeah, like, I watched. All. I stood it. and watched yeah. the whole thing. Um, it's fun. It's it's definitely like my my game of of the show, but just because by default it's the game okay. that I get the most time with and and really enjoyed. Um, it feels very safe. <coughs> it feels very very safe for a Sonic game. It, do, it doesn't feel like it's taking any big risks like Frontiers did. It's uh, the the coolest thing I, I will say about it is that um, the Chaos Emeralds now give you individual powers. So when you get a Chaos Emerald, cool. Sonic and friends do something cool. So if you get the blue Chaos Emerald, Sonic can create tons of Avatar clones of himself, and 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 that's like on a cooldown. Or you turn into a Wisp and like can go up waterfalls. So traversal is cool for Sonic. Yeah. Now he's not just on the floor; he can really go anywhere. But I thought it was a good time. I think I, it's 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 like I said, it's going to be safe. I think I think it's going to be a fine Sonic game. It seems like from from what I've seen, it's like it is what it is. Like it's exactly like what you from the trailer. Like it's yeah. very much that. Mm. I would have loved it. I would have loved to have seen the version because the rumor is that the Evening Star guys, the guys who made Sonic Mania, it's the I think I heard it read an interview that they were the ones that were supposed to work on this game, and oh, they wow. did not. But it then was, they had their falling out with Sega, didn't they? They had like some something. Something went down, and they were supposed to to work on that game, and now they're not. So this is uh, I don't I don't remember the name of the studio. It's called Astro Studios or Astro Studios. I think they're associated to the original team that worked on Sonic in some capacity. Oh. So. Original team and supposedly June Sonoy and T Lopes are working together on the soundtrack, so it should be good. Sonic games are always have good music. My only problem is I like the I like big Sonic, not little Sonic. I like my Sonic with like legs and arms <laughs> and like you know six pack. I mean he doesn't have a six pack like tall Sonic, but like you want Sonic? What the hell Sonic, Sonic, Sonic have you been looking hang on, at? Hang on, hang on. As someone who's not a Sonic pervert, what the hell? Yeah, is that yeah, mean? yeah. There's little Sonic. And he's like me. Classic like Sonic tummy. and modern Yeah, he's cute. He's got oh, a little tummy. Okay. And uh, then there's oh, regular Sonic who's a little more lanky. Yeah. I get yeah. you. I get cool you. dude with the attitude. Don't make a face. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, honestly, we, in all the talkovers, oh, Tam, oh, Tam just pulled up some yeah, lanky nice. Sonic. Oh, that's some, off screen that's some lovely art Sonic, Sonic deviant yep. art right there. Yeah, excellent. We Sonic were, and Shadow. When we were going through, especially the Xbox showcase, you know how sometimes inadvertently E3, Key 3, Summer Game Fest, there are kind of uh, fads, phases. We definitely realized that this year was all about big boys and little freaks. 
Example? Uh, literally any game. So Fable. <laughs> literally any uh, game. Oh, like a Fable. Giant Fable. 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 Big giant. Boy. Sure. Lil Freaks. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. Uh, there were Big Boys, Lil Freaks, and Alan Wake. Big Boys, Lil Freaks, and Tam, help me out. Star Wars. Yeah, true, true, true. Oh, uh, the game where the, the 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 skeleton guy playing guitar, then it's revealed yeah. that he's a big boy. He's a big boy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Little yep. freaks. Well, he's yeah, a big right. freak. There's yeah. a south, zombie. South in... South of Compulsion Midnight. Games. Yeah, yeah, South of Midnight. Yeah, yeah. One. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's my big <coughs> my big takeaway from the week. To, uh, Twisted Metal. Big guy, Little Freaks. Does that work? Is that the same? I don't think yeah. it's quite the same. God, can we talk Joe, about Samoa Will, Joe and Will uh, Arnett? Just like, oh man, it's like hey, it was. Yes, hey, you know what? To his credit, it was much better than the rocks from the year before. Yes, enjoy your gaming. It was, it was. I than that. so my my phone <laughs> memories is like oh one year ago today. I just have about seven <laughs> screenshots of the rock because I was clearly <laughs> yeah, going yeah. through. I was like the meme potential is <laughs> off the charts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. No, but the uh, twisted metal clip was not. Um, not him. Didn't fill me with confidence, personally. I don't well, know. Well, you were saying that it was very quiet in the room at that point. Yeah, well, I was actually... Because, Gerard, you were at the YouTube theatre. No, no, I didn't. I know. late. I, I was... You, the three of us had seats together. Right. None of us sat together. And none <laughs> of us sat together. <laughs> I think the usher put me in the wrong section because you were in the front, right? Yeah. I think that's where I was meant to be. Because I think we I remember were, booking we were, the front, we were, like, row, the front we were, row, basically. We were row six that's what in I the thought. middle. I, 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 because of the indie event, which I can talk about later if you want, I chose not to go... Because I had to prepare to host this whole indie show, show. Yeah. and I kind of weighed the things, and I was like, I should like not, yeah. As much as I want to be at the YouTube theater, I should be responsible yeah, and prepare for the show. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yep. So yeah, I didn't it, go. I, I I watched it from home. I was so nervous. I was like, oh, if the camera pans on me, I'm gonna look like a loser with no friends. Because <laughs> yeah. it was it was you weren't there. You weren't mm-hmm. there. I had bought a ticket for you just in case. Oh, so there was sorry, it was just me realize. and empty <laughs> shares, and I was like, oh, oh no. man, that's perfect. No, they were probably avoiding you on purpose. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I smell bad. Yeah. But um, no, the the YouTube theater was actually quite quiet. It was really quiet. For twisted metal. No, in general, oh. don't you think? I just didn't have a lot of energy well, in that Well, I mean, room. compared to a Game Awards audience. Like, even when Nick Cage was out, like, that was a big moment, sure. But oh, yeah. In, in general, yeah, I just felt like... Smaller audience, I guess. I guess, but, like, mm. I felt like there was more energy in the Ubisoft room today than there was in the YouTube theater. Well, like, for what it's worth, we didn't, we didn't... We heard the YouTube theater audience, and yeah, it sounded full. Hear. Okay. The Ubisoft audience sounded like... Sure. They were, there, there was an audience behind the audience trying to throw stuff yeah, at the right, front. Right, you right, could right. barely hear them. <laughs> That's funny. Um... What no, else but was in Jeff's thing. So, uh, just to rattle off a quick list because I've got it here in front of me. Um, Jeff had, in terms of bigger stuff, yeah. <clears throat> there was obviously the Dead by Daylight reveal. There was Prince of Persia, which we will come back to. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, we got a big look at that. Man, um, how you feeling about Mortal Kombat? Cool. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. It's it, it's nice that it. So to me, I keep comparing it to like I like that it's almost like a comic book now, where it's like oh, new interpretations sure. of these characters that we've known the archetype of all of them forever mm-hmm. and now things are shaken up a little bit and it's like surprised it's, they called it mortal kombat one instead of like mortal kombat still, dimensions it's like not or, technically one because it's going mm-hmm. off of fire god Liu kang who was set up in the last one so obviously it's like him writing a new universe but yeah. it's a little like you gotta like you definitely should play the story of the last one to know yeah. what's going on but i think it's just really cool and bizarre to see it and i played it too but it's just it's so colorful and so like bright Mm. And it then is, yeah, much it brighter is. than previous titles. And then, sure. But then they went like triple down on the gore too. So it's Hell just yeah. got this yeah. weird tone to it that's like so different than the other games. Mm. Where playing it, it's like if you've played the last couple of modern ones, like you, you get the gist mostly. Yeah, but true. the cameo stuff is pretty intense. It's yeah. it's actually a little more layered than just 
each one you hit a button and they jump in and do a cool thing. You you press a direction on the button and they'll do different attacks. You have to time them properly and like the characters can actually uh <laughs> so like I had Jax with me and I couldn't figure out how to like use Jax properly and I'm like, "Come on, Jax, come out." And then like Scorpion uh Sub-Zero just punched him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, he was like, that, "Oh yeah. no." And he like ran <laughs> away. And I was like, "No, wait. You're just you're supposed to just come in and do your thing." So there's a lot to it. And even like the animations and stuff, I love it. Like when K- when Kano comes in, Kano like will push your character out, like get out of my yeah, way. Yeah. You know, sorry. That so that's bad. actually a, what, the one time you've done a half decent train. Thank you. So that's it's good. when I'm quick. Oh, yeah. That's good. right. I uh, the Jacks Jacks when he does one like a successful attack as he's walking off he's the like, stage, what? he's like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know? I love it. So uh, I love that as well. It was really nice. I actually played that for like maybe 45 minutes yeah me too played it with Susie actually Sphere Hunter basically dumpstered her for 45 minutes straight that was that was a good time so shout out to Susie on the podcast thank you very much he literally walked out and he just started telling people he's like she was she walked Susie. in <laughs> she walked in so confident that's why and then be- the night before that she was bullying me all night long so I, I felt vindicated I didn't I don't want to throw any more shade towards Susie under the bus but uh, in the Street Fighter 6 closed uh, beta for the uh, reviewers uh, she was one of the only people on there playing uh, and I whooped her butt. Sorry, Susie. <laughs> That's sorry. right. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Now, now who's getting bullied, Susie? So, sorry. Well, she's now in now Cyberpunk. She's yeah, I was going to say, she was it. She's in Cyberpunk. I played she's Cyberpunk doing... and we found her and she's fucking excellent. That's, cool. yeah. so... That's very cool. Congratulations, Susie. Yeah. That's a very cool cameo. Yeah. With a K. Uh, <laughs> Toxic Commando was another potentially cool one. where mm. Oh, so, the John so? Carpenter? Yes. So specifically because... Uh, well, John Carpenter, like, that's cool. But John Carpenter's also, like, every interview he does, he's always just like, I just want money. <laughs> like, he's super honest. And, yeah. like, I, I like that. So I always think yeah. of that. But um, the trailer the trailer started off just kind of like whatever. And then once they showed what it is, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Because it reminds me of, like, a canceled game called Dead Rush for, like, the PS2 era that was centered around driving a car through a zombie apocalypse and the mm. car would break down and zombies would attack it and have, you'd have to fix it and keep going. And it kind of gave me that vibe, but now it's more of like a first person shooter where mm. it seems like the truck will actually get stuck in the mud and there's like mm. mud deformation and you have to worry about like pulling the car out of the mud, but stressing that you're being swarmed by zombies. Like it just seems like a fun spin on that like four player zombie thing. You know, it, it, it needs a little revitalization. Yeah, I don't know that one. I don't know. It's just, just like me. I well, just no, me. <laughs> I mean, like I, I, I like I, I, I don't know. I, it's hard. It's easy to get swept up in not nostalgia bait, but whenever a trailer has like an '80s track or a '90s yeah. track oh, yeah. that I yeah. love, yeah. I, I immediately either feel like, oh, they got me with that song, <laughs> or like I freaking hate that song. Why are they playing that? And yeah, for this right. one, I was kind of right down the middle. I was like, I would, I don't need to. And also, not to throw shade towards Ubisoft, but uh, we don't need like bombastic rap music in all the game trailers. Just <laughs> yeah, like that was very bad. Oh, I liked, no. I liked the yeah. it worked, it worked Persia. I like, oh, oh no, hell yeah, I like really? yeah. Persia for mm. what it was. No, but no, like, I like it, the music. Absolutely. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, because here's the thing: like, it's always just like you, like I feel like it's. I don't. I don't know how to say this, but essentially, like you're a hardcore gamer. Like you know, it's just flashy marketing. You know, mm. the game is gonna be like normal prince of persia music it's just a commercial like it's sure. gonna yeah. have the new type of music that is popular sure. you know yeah that makes sense yeah. also i just like hip-hop so i'm always like yeah sure. cool sick i was really confused by the block party track in the division uh mobile game because i i right. been like block party but then i feel like a, sometimes a song could just like make or break a trailer and that song was so 
strange. It felt like it, there was no cuts to the beat. There was no like real no, moment. No, it was and just I was playing like, the song. Oh, okay. Well, you just just playing yeah. the block. Also, on, I just huh? found myself kind of like it more like. Oh yeah, this was a good song. Yeah, well, yeah. I, mean, I just kind of was thinking about that the whole time. Yeah, I, was like, yeah. I haven't heard this song in a while. Wow. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. All uh, right, so that was the the yeah, John Carpenter the, thing. What else? Was yeah, it? well, I mean, in terms of just Final rap- Fantasy. Yes. Yeah. Was uh, Ever Crisis. Ever Crisis. Yeah. Yes. yes. Which so I played. Ever, so Ever Crisis is supposed to be an amalgamation of every Final Fantasy anthology story, boiled down to a certain art style mixed mm-hmm. in with. Uh, classic gameplay yeah um and there's chibi art style and then there's the traditional like seven block remake seven style. oh but yeah. that too yeah and then the combat's supposed to be like seven yeah. remake i didn't get a chance to play it uh because i was too busy playing foam stars but yeah. i know that uh yeah, i was up in it you you played it waiting for for the lobby to start yeah it was, it was, it was like i'm not a mobile gamer guy so like i went in just kind of like okay uh so it's very mobile game where it's very passive the battles yeah. are auto attack where cloud just keeps slashing and slashing and then you wait for the you know limit break to pop up and you just hit it like and mm. little variations like that you can shoot you can switch between like attack um like offensive defensive stuff like that but it was the rest of it it was like walking around go- so i got to play through the whole like opening mako reactor mm. showdown and um you know you're hitting those boss beats uh you're climbing up those la- or climbing down those ladders but you're also uh getting into random battles so you're walking through and then ching and then a battle starts and i'm like (laughs) oh okay cool that's cool Mm. and the like character art like the text box that pop up it's all like hand-drawn art the chibi thing is just kind of cool so it just seems like this weird new the way they pitched it to me was like a remix of seven yeah and all the other stuff in seven and like all the optional stuff trying to recontextualize some of the harder beats into an easier well, but story. it's the whole game. It's yeah, but like it's, it goes it's, all the way through original seven. Original cool. seven, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, it's it's supposed to be original seven plus Crisis, Crisis Core yes. plus oh. the yeah. mobile game, which was called uh, I think it was called Ever Crisis or something of that nature, something Crisis yeah. before Crisis. Tam, Tam's nodding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's before Crisis. Yeah, so it's supposed to be like a a through line to connect all of the. Final Fantasy VII Plus content as well. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's like, apparently there's only cosmetics and you pull weapons. It's like gacha kind of thing to pull weapons for mm-hmm. monetization. I was going to ask. So, I mean, I'm sure that like, you know, you'll have to spend some money if you want to get weapons that will yeah. get you through it at a decent pace. Otherwise, you'll be grinding or it'll be really slow. I don't know. But yeah. And they've done this for a while too. Like with 15, there was a big strategy, like a whole initiative of having like the game completely represented on mobile one way or another yeah i never really got into them but there was like a lot of stuff they had like they had like arcade games from the final fantasy 15 yep. universe as your own iphone yeah. game yes uh yeah, they, they also had final fantasy 15 mobile which was a chibi version yeah. of final fantasy and it was 15 like substantial and that's what mm. the switch version became for yeah. people who wanted it on switch um i'd forgotten about all of that yeah, mm-hmm. so it's, it might not be for me, but like it's yeah, it's yeah there's an audience for sure. Yeah, for sure. And there was also uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, where Jeff Rebirth. really hyped that up at the end. He's oh like, the rumors God, no, are no. true. The DoorDash, the DoorDash, the DoorDash oh. Fantasy. No, no, no. That was a good no, hit. No. That was that will that live forever. But funny. but re, uh, Rebirth was that uh, a big enough? like show-stopping moment for you guys i, think so. I was just I like was, oh, cool. i mean i was genuinely very surprised that he got it because yeah I, i'm also very surprised that square even showed it on the cusp of 
16, 16. coming out. Mm. Like, you'd think they would want True. to funnel everyone down that path, you know, but... As as a huge Final Fantasy VII person, let alone remake slash rebirth person, and I don't mean a lot of crap for this, I wasn't the biggest fan of the trailer. The trailer didn't pull me in like like uh, remake did, sure. and yeah. maybe maybe it's because we all kind of expected it. But yeah. I was really hoping to see a little bit more of like what are some of the new things that they're leading mm. towards because yeah. there's a a lot of the like the the trailer beats they were hitting like all, <laughs> like you know like. I don't remember Cloud at Nibelheim, like kind of the same beats we already know about Final Fantasy VII. So I was kind of hoping to see like, what is it going to be different this time around? Because this whole, I mean, I don't know if you guys have beaten the game or anything, but there's this whole thing that like characters who should have passed away maybe won't be passing away. And from even in the current timeline of the game. So like, we still don't know. Are we in a new timeline? Is this a new timeline? Is it Sephiroth? We have the one that survived from the original seven. And this is a whole ruse. Like, I kind of want a little more mystique and 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 pulling of the new stuff that I really wanted. Yeah. Otherwise, it just felt like I was watching a montage. Just of, like here it is. Yeah, like yeah. screenshot, yeah. screenshot, battle, screenshot. Like yeah. I didn't feel like I had enough contextually out of what was there. I don't know. That that's just no, me yeah, spitballing. Sure, I get yeah. it. Yeah, that was it. So, do you reckon Jeff pulled it off? Was it? Uh... Dragon, he, he did the job. I think it was fine. I yeah, think, I think a he managed expectations really well. Yeah. For me, I think in terms of the showcases, thinking back over the years, it was the most balanced one. There wasn't necessarily, you know, typically there's the oh here's the Facebook ad time or here's the sure, sure. here's the anime game block. <laughs> as, you know, yeah. it anime felt like it was very balanced. Block. I also think, and we've we talked about this on like Giant Bomb stuff and Games One stuff, but like. It was the most relaxed I've seen him on stage. I, agree. I felt like he he, was he really got into his stride hosting it. Yeah. Shout outs to him making yeah. the tweet. No one got arrested. Yeah, that was yeah, very yeah, funny. Yeah. There was no one arrested at the, at the end of the show. Yeah, I thought I thought it was good. I um I yeah, it's like you go in with your expectations. Like I, I expect like from these a couple of good things, but a, a, like actually interesting updates on stuff we already know about, and yeah. we got that. Um and. Little things I liked that, like, I wanted to tell my person to be like, do that more. Uh, when, like, Ed Boon was walking Jeff through the game with mm. the game on the screen behind them. Cool. It was cool because it, like mm. it was like a developer demo where he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, if you see this bar sure. here, like, that, that, mm. like, have him explain the game. I like mm. that. That was cool. I want more of that. Yeah. And the thing, like, I, I, was, I was there for Alan Wake. I got Alan Wake. Yeah, it was great. That was great. And yep. then solved the behind closed door stuff and it was even better. <laughs> so, you know, that's, what, that's why I bought the ticket. But the rest of the show was great mm. for me. After that, we have... Uh, Play Days. Play, Play days. days. Yeah, the actual physical event where uh, both like media and press and then dirty YouTubers and TikTokers go to check out all the games. Hey, I, I will say, as far as dirty YouTubers go, everyone smelled good. No, I caught a couple good. I caught you a couple whiffs. Yeah, I was like, "Ooh, the you soul of E3 has returned." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "It just made its way back." Yeah, a little stench. bit. A little Look, bit. E3 yeah. may be dead, but the no. stench never dies. Dude, I've done enough Gamescoms to know that E3 yeah, ain't the, shit. Exactly. Right. I agree. I've done one Gamescom, and that is absolutely correct. So let's jump in from that uh, with Playdays. Uh, we were just talking about Alan Wake, so. We all got to go see Alan Wake. We got mm-hmm. to see the game actually like running, and mm-hmm. it's kind of an extended sequence of what minutes. we saw revealed. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, it's like b- the lead up before that and after that. Mm-hmm. I'm first of all, health was in the demo that we were in. The guy who did all the music for Max Payne Three was sat right. Well, you said guy health is one man. I think so. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like also like Nine Inch Nails is like two guys. Trent 
Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. But Officially now, two guys. Yeah. But yeah, I genuinely, if I'd known that health was there, I would have been like, what's Trent Reznor like? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. Uh, yeah, we saw that demo running. Uh, we had Sam Lake in our office because we, we did an audio logs with him. So he's breaking down one of the Alan Wake trailers uh, for two. And so he came in and said so much and yet said nothing at all but in a good way that he's preserved the mystery and like he was talking about the fact that Alex Casey's in there and him being at least the face of Alex Casey it just looks really cool it's ticking all the right boxes for me and I replayed Alan Wake last year and I I don't think I really understood how interconnected it is to the Remedy Connected universe and Mark Delaney who works for GameSpot is just so intense intense in a good way about it like he was pulling everything out he has all these pieces up and i was reading them and i was like looking up law recaps and theories and i'm fully down the rabbit hole but i feel like what they've done is really smart because they have shown great tone piece of the game they introduced saga but i still have no idea what's going on i love nothing like alex casey is dead like alan killed him in the books first of all how does he exist he's a character in a book yep that Alan Wake killed yep. in a different dimension. <laughs> like, it's great. I'm already, you know, I don't necessarily want every answer, but it's a remedy, so I know I'll get some of them and I'll get like a thousand more questions. Yeah, it does a lot with... Uh, I Yeah, I left with a lot more questions, but they were like those excited, like, ooh, mystery questions. Uh, from a, a gameplay perspective, I really like... Like, I was surprised how much it's actually leaning in on... Not only the survival horror stuff, which people got to see, like, you mm. know, it's it's very like, you know, D-pad swap the weapons, yeah. a little inventory yep. system. But uh, the detective angle of it is pretty oh, substantial. Yeah. So cool. I was I was genuinely like, wondering how they were going to do that. Because if you think about <coughs> how, you know, look at control, you're not necessarily deducting cases or anything, but it is a very weird thing. There's a lot of menu stuff going on. You're just kind of reading through ui and there's not the tactile interaction with it Mm. and so seeing the mind place which saga sort of like a briefing room for it like she can mess with a weapon she can uh basically put evidence on a board and i've never i've always wanted to do like the the it's always sunny charlie you know red string there is no (laughs) carol in hr yeah Yeah, i've always wanted to do that and so They've, they've made a game where you do that. And it's so impressive technically even because what they it's like you hit a button and it just goes zoom yep. and you're yep. in there. And that's like literally in her brain thinking about clues. But it's like a log cabin. There's like coffee on the table. She's mm-hmm. in her sweater. And you can just walk up to the board and like kind of figure out and click things together. And, and try it also and... leads, uh, sets the game forward too. If yeah. you figure stuff out and it mm. kind of points you towards the next thing to do. I, yeah, I, obviously it's still early. So there was still, you know, it wasn't, like there were some hitches a little bit when in the gameplay, yeah. especially when things got a bit hairy because um, there was a segment where she fights Nightingale. A gross man. Yeah, a gross man who's talking about, like if you're a Remedy fan, they were talking about the clicker. They were talking about the writer keeps on writing and stuff. And it was like, oh my God, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so there's definitely like some slowdown stuff, but they were very, you know, this is still early. We're still polishing, blah, blah, blah. But everything they showed, I was, yeah. very into i was happy to see cool. like all the all the like audio visual stuff like projecting real images yeah like, jump scares kind of like a, i was surprised how much they leaned into jump scares yeah, but that stuff's cool the the combat i still don't like know about yet haven't seen enough yeah it's still very much doing the okay we'll shine the light on to burn away but i think you know thinking about to alan wake one 
and how repetitive that yeah, got. Yeah. I think they've definitely learned a lot from that. Mm. The thing that got me was Casey. Like, oh, the only time I've ever been lost is uh, those the years of my ex-wife. You know, <laughs> that kind of line. stuff. Just like those. Yeah, the Great sequence line. of like you walking with him and just talking <laughs> about the case and everything and like the breeze is blowing and the trees are spooky. I was like, this does feel like a sequel to yeah. Alan Wake, definitely. But like, this is like a totally different thing. Well, they were also, they said specifically, they're all up in like True Detective. Like that was a huge inspiration yeah. for them. And yeah. that is unmistakable through this. Like yeah. it's yeah. just True Detective, Mindhunter. They yes. said it's kind of funny. Was it The Outsider, that other one? Oh, the yeah. HBO show? Yeah, I think that's what they said. Um, it, oh, I forget who was in that, but that was pretty good. I Saga was harder to get a read on because we didn't spend enough time with her. And I'm not mm-hmm. spoiling anything, but towards the end of what we saw, they set up her like human angle. Yes. And I was yes. like, oh, okay. I was like, all right, cool. I'm in. Because the way she's written, it's obviously because you can't really tell at what point in the story if she's actually a real person or someone that Alan has written. But some of her writing and delivery was very like by the book. it felt oh which i guess is intentional yeah because, because if, she's uh, yep yeah there's a lot and you know there are if, layers if you think about it and i apologize to everybody that works at remedy actually if you're asking me i think this is a compliment um <laughs> alan wake is kind of like uh the page master starring macaulay culkin when he like went into books and stuff and like books came alive <laughs> What a, what a pull. I, All right. Thank you. I it's was, an excellent movie. I, excellent film. Sorry. I, I don't have the context to agree, but I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, well, you. I don't doubt you. I mean, you said yeah, it with such conviction. I was like, I don't hey, doubt you. Yeah. Anybody, no, no Page Master fans here? Wait, is oh. that the Master one with yes, Noah Wiley from ER was in it? Uh, no, that was when Whoopi Goldberg was a fairy book. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> no, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, by the way, angry Diablo gamer. Uh, what? That's right. She bought it on she Battle.net made... for Match, and yeah, I was like, she, "That's right." She made a video being angry at Blizzard because she ended up buying uh, Diablo through Battle.net, and she plays on a Mac and she can't play it. Whoopi Goldberg, angry capital G gamer. Yeah, and she right made a there. video like, "What the fuck, Blizzard?" <laughs> yeah. And every one of her audience members is like sixty-year-old women. Yeah, yeah. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. I'm gonna bring this up on the view. My son plays that game. <laughs> <laughs> She's. Oh, we should get man. Whoopi Goldberg on the yes. podcast, dude. Oh my god! god I have so many questions Holy about fuck. your career, but more importantly, <laughs> why are you still on a Mac if you're trying to play computer games? Yeah, I'm on the boot camp. That shit. I've done that. When I, Starcraft I, Two came out, I, I melted my MacBook to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoopi, yeah. I'll set up boot camp for you. I know how to yeah. do it. Come on the show. We'll, we'll we'll I'll do it as we interview you. How yeah, about that? It's easy. No, let's build her a PC. I agree. And we'll let's walk her build through it. Whoopi a PC, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. Sister uh, Act three. Sister Act three, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Alan Wake was one of our favorites, clearly. Uh, yes. Yeah. But uh, uh, Armored Core, you guys got to see. I did. I did not get to see that, but I'd love to hear about it. Yes, I did get to see that actually. Um, I I think I'm. Look, because I'm not an Armored Core fan in the sense that I have not played the other games, like as in the original games back in the day, but I'm obviously a FromSoft fan and really trust who they are and what they do. Watch this demo. I think it was pretty clear that this is not a game that demos super well because, you know, it's some mechs flying around a big gigantic factory Mm. and there's some combat that they're just kind of, they're shooting some rockets or whatever and swinging a big whatever and it's over pretty quickly <laughs> and that's really it and i mean like i it, that honestly was what we saw you know and the factory imagine the factories from neat automata 
but mm. larger, right? Way larger. In fact, the verticality of the game is actually quite intriguing because you are moving around these massive mega factories oh, and wow. repositioning yourself is a thing, right? But stylistically, these are very simple environments that you're looking at. Uh, and yeah, you fight these little clusters of enemies and they die pretty quickly because I guess the person playing knows what they're doing. And then there was a boss, which funnily enough, the, the boss died so fast that the uh, presenters had to apologize and said, oh, uh, that's actually meant to be more of a challenge. Because I think the, the the guy who's doing it has like done it so yeah. many times. So he's just like, fuck it, I'll just do Wait, it. Wait, so no, because with us, uh, I'm also not an armored core person at all, but for that boss, the demo word, died mm. and that's when they were showing the garage and you know that was that that was the plan that yeah. was they said that he should have died then <laughs> but right he was such so a gamer he just crushed it in one go so capital um, g capital g so, gamer. so look i think obviously it, it's just i don't personally think it's a game that demos super well uh, maybe other people saw it and were like well this is incredible but um it just you know it just was it's thing it's it's armored core right mm. i'm really looking forward to playing it because everyone that i've spoken to that's played it and understands it more deeply is like no man there's a lot more going on under the hood mm. and i'm like yeah of course there is it's from soft like that, that's how they roll right so um yeah definitely keen to see more but again just seeing gameplay of this game i i think a lot of people are going to be like what that's it yeah. you know what i mean that's the impression that i ex expect quite a few people to have yeah i don't think it has necessarily the more mass appeal yeah. of other from software. But I like that they're titles. doing they're like the, it's like oh, they're making yeah. another one. Yeah. They're sticking yeah. with bringing it back. And yeah. I hope maybe this is an outlet to or their recent success will bring in other people who maybe didn't really realize where from software truly came yeah. from. Totally. I'm, I'm really keen for that reason. I really want yeah. to learn about this part of their like history and their design philosophy and mm. so I'm actually really excited for this for yeah. sure. For totally. Sure. I'm just coming out it like in August, isn't it? Yeah, but, yeah. It, but it's like Armored Core, Baldur's Gate, Starfield. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 the beginning of the the rush, the gamut. The gamut, yes, indeed. Um, so Immortals of Avium. This is that one that's um being published by EA Originals. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it is very interesting. I don't know if you guys feel the same. Do you think so? Well. <sighs> <laughs> So when it was first announced, I was like, oh, that just seems like very video gamey. Like, it's just like this like new, like, I don't know. I couldn't get a read on it. But once I sat down and played it and kind of had it pitched to me, uh, it's kind of like some, some Call of Duty developers and some other like AAA developers like stepped away and they were like, what if we made a Call of Duty campaign, like big bombastic action style first person shooter, but like you're all like elite tactical squad wizards. And um, it seems kind of it had a like it had some like old school charm to it for me, and I mean old school like PS3, true. Xbox 360 true, adventure. True. Your you description know? of it makes me want to try it. Yeah, because I, the trailer did not get me excited. I yeah. had a lot of fun with it. Did you? I did. did you? Yeah, I okay. did have fun with yeah. it. Yeah. Why? Well, what? What? Like what rung out? Just because like it was just different weapons that felt really good. Different kinds of mad. Well, it's your hand. So sure. It's different kind of magic. But I just, just. I don't know. There was something about it. I think the old school charm is exactly right. Like I was just kind of blasting through these enemies. They had different kinds. And then there was sort of um, puzzles that weren't too, you know, I'm not going to get blocked on this place. I'm just going through and I'm just shooting guys. And there's this big wall coming out. I think it looks really good yeah. too, which I was very not surprised about given the pedigree of the studio, but also, you know, EA originals, you think of something like, um, Yanni, sure. the, you know, yeah. unraveled, unraveled yeah. or, you know, I mean, 
Uh, it takes two still looks fantastic, but very different. And this yeah. was, you know, they've got uh, the guy from Never Have I Ever in there, Jim Five as well. Yeah. yeah. So I, had, I had fun with it. Like I was genuinely just kind of like, first of all, props to EA for giving new single player games True. a shot. Yes. I do agree with that. And it knows what it is. Like the length is like a pretty like average length and you're going to just play through an adventure. It's like 25 hours. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't know if that was like yeah. uh, public or not. Yeah. Mm. And um, it, it's very like, it's charming in that like it knows, <laughs> like it's doing mm. what it wants to do. And it's like, you could tell it's like super into its own lore and it's like I crazy. I want to know more about like, the okay. lore. That's like my shit. Yeah. So I'm just curious to see how far the magic goes, because as of right now, from what we played, it's very um, yes, everything is a gun like <laughs> yes. blue magic is is pistol. Uh, green magic is like you blast a machine gun. Like I was like, oh, I thought I'd be like stacking fire damage or like mm. debuffing enemies. And like, I haven't seen too much of that. There's some cool mm. ultimate abilities, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious sure to see how it which goes. point in the game this demo was. It's level three. Yeah. Okay. Not so too yeah, far. not too just far. Just after in. like, just after the training mission. So I want to hear what you think. Cause you were like, really? <laughs> Sorry. That, that was, was terrible. Brave. That, one that was, was bad. bad. Really? Was very bad. That one. Really? So, uh, look, I, I enjoyed it. I think, I mean, I'm, I'm, mm. I, I sort of walk away from it being like, well, I think it could blossom into something really cool, but from what I played, it was quite simple in most aspects. It was very much just like, yeah, there's your three colors. And obviously we were early in the game yeah. for sure. And that's why I'm hoping it gets bigger and better. Um, but yeah, just something about it wasn't quite clicking for me where I was like, hell yeah, man, I can't wait to play more of this. It was very much like, a, oh, okay, this is another game that's coming. I think it could be cool. But yeah, it's it's still kind of wait and see. I get that. Yeah, yeah I mean, like you're I, not you're not off base by any means. Yeah, I think uh, like the story stuff I found a little bit grating. I wasn't loving it. It just seemed a bit much. It was almost like yeah. it was almost like the That's Call of Duty. It. It, was it was almost ridiculous. like the Call of Duty hoorah, but like applied to a fantasy setting. Yeah. like mm. it was that, and I, it was a weird mismatch. And uh, and yeah, I don't know. Like just the combat, as I said, I just wasn't able to really get into a groove with it. Some of the control mappings on PC were quite bad in fact oh you doing mouse and keyboard yeah i was doing mouse and keyboard and to switch Gamer between the red blue and green which are your three weapons you need to cycle them like you did in redfall right however i learned after the demo that there is a there is the ability to map them so you can actually just put them on one two and three mm. switch more easily whatever they said they're still going back and forth on final controls mm. um so look i'm keeping an open mind i think it this would be fun but it feels like one of those games that doesn't feel like essential and it's coming out in July and it's lucky. I think it's lucky that it's coming out in July because there's not a lot coming out then, right? Whereas if this is coming out in like August or September, I reckon this would get totally buried. Yeah, Because sure. I, a yeah. lot of people would just be like, no, no time for that, whatever yeah. else. So they I'm going to play one game versus the other. Say again? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Uh, so look, I wish it well. I hope it all comes together. Because again, I totally agree. I love EA's single player portfolio. I think they're doing fantastic stuff. I think their sports portfolio, still a total dumpster fire. But on the single player side, keep it coming. Like they really have done great work on that, I think. Yeah. 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 Did anyone play Illusion Island? No. The, the Mickey Am I the one? only one that oh, played no, that one? Play was that playable there? It was playable there. Did not know that. Yes. Uh, Illusion Island is the, uh, I guess it's a, a spiritual successor uh, slash like new chapter in the Illusion Saga. Um Castle of Illusion was an old game that came out when we were kids, mm-hmm. um, and this is a, I guess, I, I'm, they're not connected other than the the word Illusion, I think, but um, it's very exciting. It's a, it's a cooperative Metroidvania, uh, and there is absolutely zero combat 
You do not fight enemies because you are Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, and Donald. What do you mean it's a Metroidvania? I can't kill anybody. Well, <laughs> there's boss fights, and you and you you don't even fight the bosses. Like you, when you fight the boss, you basically have to like make the boss trip and fall and hurt themselves. Oh, I see, you, you have to make the boss that, see the error of his ways. I love. Yeah, it. so there's there's uh, there's zero combat. All enemies hurt you. Um, but and it's not. And it's fun as hell. Uh, it, it's it's weird to say that. The thing that I love the most is that. Uh, do you guys have, do you ever play new Super Mario Brothers games or yeah. Super Mario 3D World? Yeah. Oh yeah. Those multiplayer aspects that Nintendo does when you're like Mario, Luigi, Peach, Toad, are always so clusterfuck chaotic, and you're like, it's fun screwing each other. It's up fun and, for like five minutes, yeah. and then when you're playing a whole game for like eight hours, you're like, this was a miserable experience. <laughs> uh, all of that is out the window. It's like everything you do is to help another person. There's a hug button where you just you hug another person who wants a hug. It's pretty rad. And you give health based <laughs> off of that. That's cool. Um, and there's also a uh, there's a leapfrog mechanic oh, where nice. uh, if uh, one player is crouching, the other can sprint and then they run towards uh, the the crouched player and they get a little like a little like leap and then if you jump again, it's like a double jump so you go further. Oh. That's uh, and then also, if one of the four of us got to a higher platform, you have a magic rope. So you can just drop a rope and let everyone catch up to them. That sounds really nice. Actually. So Mickey has like a lasso of truth? Every All of them do. Okay. All of them do. Now by all, all of them, the is sound? it Mickey, Minnie? Goofy and Donald. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't get the chance. I mean, because the demo is only a specific part. Uh, but as you progress in the game, you do get new abilities as a team and you can go back and, and unlock virtually everyone plays the exact same there's no like i want to play mini because she can do a double jump or something yeah. like that everyone hails the same the difference is hitboxes um but the style of it is really cool it's in the same uh animation and, and comedy as uh the disney shorts for the new oh those are impressive yeah the, the, cool. the new art style of of mickey mouse cartoon shorts that's that's what the whole game is kind of leading um yeah, it's really great. There's no, I, there's no guns in it though. No guns. Okay. Mickey does not take out an AK-47 and okay. and and shoot Pete. That okay. does not happen. Okay. Yeah. Probably for the best. Probably for the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is Foam Stars, by the way? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> Foam so, Stars by Square Enix. That's their Splatoon, but with foam. It's actually much more than that, though. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how you felt about Jake going in. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I walked in. With zero expectations. I thought this was going to be a shit show that I wasn't going to have. I signed up for this appointment under Square Enix, hoping, because it was a mystery game, hoping that it was going to be a demo for Rebirth. Hmm. And it wasn't. I got an update to my calendar Hmm. that it was Foam Stars, and immediately I was upset. (laughs) And I wasn't going to go. And then I found out that Jake and the kind of funny guys and I all had our appointments at the same time. And that changed the entire experience. What was yours like, Jake? Before we played, uh, is p- pretty much the same. I was just like, all right, I'll play this. Let's see. Let's see what's up. You know, because I I like Splatoon. I'm more of an arms guy, but I'm the only one. But yeah, there, like, there are I, dozens of us. I think, <laughs> I think at least to like take that idea and try and do something different with it is fun. I feel like I still am concerned about like how much of an audience it may find. But yeah, it was it was it was fairly fun. It's simple. Um, it took me a long time to get a grip on the characters and the abilities, but once I found the one I liked, then I had time to kind of like figure out the playing field and like have fun with it. It's really simple, but it's it's more about knocking players out 
Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, way yeah. more about the it murder is. compared to um, Splatoon. Yeah, yeah. Splatoon's, Splatoon is about, most modes are about covering the playing field with your goo or your paint. Yeah. Um, in this instance, it's about foam. And uh, I think for us, the reason why we had so much fun <laughs> is because we had Snowbike Mike. Yeah. So I was man. just about to say, I saw you guys straight after this appointment, Snowbike Mike walking down the concourse and he just goes, I am a foam star. Yes. So it was it was it was Jake, myself, Greg Miller, and Snowbike Mike versus Tim and Randos. Tim, no, Tim and three journalists from Famitsu. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> the whole time Greg was talking shit right into Tim's face as we dominated. We won seven to zero. Oh, we won man. seven games oh. in a yeah, row, and the entire time, Snowbike Mike was our general and commander yeah. in chief, yeah. dude. He was calling the plays. We followed him, and it's to great. Him. His plays are basically just go left or yeah. go right, but he's so nice. Uh-huh. You're he's like, yeah, you're my he's leader. Like, yeah, like, he's like, all right, gentlemen, we're going left. And I'm like, okay, left. and we're like, sir, yes, sir, Snowbike Mike. <laughs> uh, but we run every round, and uh, the thing I liked about it a lot was uh, because you have all these different characters, it felt more like overwatch splatoon Hello? where there was a map yeah. it mattered which character class you okay. picked because yeah. splatoon it's like, all different yeah, yeah splatoon yeah. you can argue oh the weapon is your is your your catalyst your your sub weapons is your catalyst but it felt very much like character driven <clears throat> uh with foam stars They're all significantly different yes like, yeah they are okay. different everything and, and how you murder someone is is like you can't just shoot them so they get down you, you have someone. you have to well sorry you have to chill them you have yeah. to chill them and then everyone has a surfboard, and you have to ride the yeah. surfboard to knock them out. Yeah, and then that's the go, only wow. way you can like down them. It get there. There's room for complexity, like like high level play, because when you you foam somebody up enough, they turn into like that like snowball, yeah. and then you have to like surfboard slam into them. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, the team like can snowboard ride into them to revive them. Yeah. But mm. what's interesting is that uh, if the if the opposing player knocks the player out there's a little bit of a window of time where the ball goes rolling you can actually hit it back if you're on the team like you can really? be like no i got you and like yeah. cre- and surf into them <clears throat> so combine that with the fact that like a lot of the foam is collateral damage of you trying to shoot it at a player but the rest of it just adds mm-hmm. locomotion to the map because mm-hmm. you're pretty slow when you're not in the foam, so yeah. you, it's like it's your surf. You can also build like, like you can also build like you can multi-layered foam castles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like that's how that was really neat. Yeah, uh, and, stuff, yeah. and and I think the the star mode I think was I, if we had played any other mode, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed the game. But it felt like you know the whole point was take down your enemy seven times, and on the eighth time is the star player's objective. Like I really enjoyed the idea of. Oh, the objective has changed because you have conquered enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. could have easily been first to seven, and then that's it. But uh, it felt more fun that way. Yeah, and it was like, and because the maps are so small, and it is all about the the, the locomotion in the foam. Like, it's so easy to just be like, oh yeah, I got to stick by my guy. Yeah, like it's so easy to grasp. Like, okay, time to go group up and protect the the core star player. Like, yeah. I like that. Mm. Simple. The problem with that is the one problem with Fosart is that it's only coming to PlayStation. Oh, is and it? It's, yeah, it's well. That's my understanding because that when he listed platforms at the end, he said it's coming to PlayStation, and I was mm. like, "That's it," because yeah. I was like, "This this is a really smart play from Square, considering that Splatoon is only on Switch." Yeah, and if you can also bring it to Xbox and PC, then like that's that's gonna with crossplay big deal. Like yeah, yeah maybe so, they just have uh, that's how you like that's a, how you elevate a player base. Yeah, they is, have is that right, Sam? 
tabs. Yeah, it's just PlayStation. Was, was Fall Guy? Fall Guys was PlayStation exclusive for a little. Maybe they're just it trying was, to do another Fall Guys. It was, but then they that was like they, that was like a whole marketing pitch. No one expected. It Fall was Guys on to go yeah, it was big. on PS Plus. That was and... a real. But this one, you look at it, you're like, well, it's a strategic play to fill a gap created by mm. the fact that Splatoon is only on Switch. Yeah. yeah. But then it's like, well, why would you not put it on the other platforms? You know? And then my other concern is like, I think of other like niche, quirky games that Knockout release City. as multi- Knockout City, but also the yes. the car one that was like a little bit twisted metal, but Des- you could jump out of your car and uh, wall run. Destruction All Stars. Destruction uh, All Stars, like kind of cool, but it didn't. It didn't. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it didn't. Didn't catch. Die pretty quick. And also, yeah. it, I don't know if it's a Japan thing, but there are many games that are similar to Splatoon already in Japan. Oh, really? Oh yeah, there's oh, wow. a, there's a whole subgenre. There is one game that I forget its name, but it is literally about shooting. The bathing suits off. <laughs> you play as like hot anime chicks and you shoot them with water guns and they get downed and then you have to execute them and the execution is shooting their bikinis off. Hell yes. It's just that. it's just so many so many games, uh names. That what what was I don't know exactly? the name of it. Yeah, I, they shoot them up. I wanna say it's Japan. like it's it's like it's like something something five. Like they don't have <laughs> five I, 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 it's not. I'm sure someone in the comments is going to be like, "That's the game. I so. have the platinum on it." <laughs> yeah. You know what they should do? They should make a multiplayer like live service, Mr. Mosquito. <laughs> How good would Mr. that be? Mr. Mosquito, I can get behind That'd that. That'd be really oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. even know what Mr. Mosquito is. What is this? How much time you got? No, 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 no. What else on. have you guys played? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cyberpunk. Ooh, oh, let's yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Right. Tam and I had so there were two different cyberpunk appointments you could have. You could have the one on the show floor, uh, which was a shorter demo, and then they had another one where it was just a, a more guided demo with a developer um, uh, in a in a hotel room in down mm, right. illustrious downtown Los Angeles. <laughs> so we went to that one, and it was with Pavel Sasko, who I believe is one of the he was lead quest lead designer quest on Cyberpunk, but I think he's had promotion since then. Um, and he was basically, he, you know, he, we said, we went in because uh, Jake and John Luke from our team had been the day before and they said, okay, there's some things that we did. Could you do the other thing and see what happens? Also, we know that we known that Susie was going to be in the game. So we kind of said, okay, mm-hmm. we want to do this thing. We want to meet Susie and we want to obviously meet Idris Elba. Um, and the thing that CDPR have done they buried the lead so fucking hard on Big what time. they actually showed because yeah, everyone's excited for Phantom Liberty, big expansion. It's gonna have Idris Elba in. Great, that's what we thought we were there to see. We sit down and they kind of go, "Oh well, we actually kind of redid pretty much every major system in the game. So every or at least has been tweaked." I think. Yes. I think when they say, "I'm a bit worried about say, how this has been picked up now." That's the thing. When they said redid, everyone is going to expect like a massive overhaul. There's going to be a completely different game. But when you play it, you're like, oh, I mean, in terms of the dev work that's gone in, that is a significant amount of work. It is, definitely. But it is, at the end of the day, it is still Cyberpunk. For sure. And I think that's something that I've seen because I've I've seen coverage since and it's been like, you know, this fixes all of the game. It's totally different now. It's revolutionary. It's like, whoa, hang on, chill out. That's not... I think one of the reasons why they're not talking up a lot of these changes because they don't want to get into a situation like the where, last time. yeah, where players feel like, oh, you promised me a complete reworking of all the core game systems, mm-hmm. and it's mostly the same now. And it's like it's not that. Like there are some really chunky things here: a reworking of the talent tree and the cop system is being new, overhauled. Yeah, a new skill tree as well. Yeah, like um, that's interesting. Like, like there's, 
there's a lot of really interesting, cool stuff in Definitely. there. And I think as well, you know, obviously we had a different experience than people at home are going to have where we had someone actually actively breaking down what sure. was there and what was different. Um, but it's still cyberpunk, right? It's still it the still, same game. How did, I don't think we ever really talked about cyberpunk. I really <laughs> enjoyed it. I literally have a Blade how Runner time you got? <laughs> I have a Blade Runner tattoo. <laughs> so I actually really, I really enjoyed cyberpunk. That yeah. is exactly the kind of fiction that I really like because I'm a sad, depressed person and I am a nihilist. We are all gamers. So yeah, yeah all, of course. Yeah, that's know. how we end up here. Um, uh, but no, no I, I agree. I'm, I'm the same, you know, and obviously mm. it's 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 become less unpopular, I think, to say that you like cyberpunk. But, you know, I like cyberpunk when it was the absolute nadir of its mm-hmm. <laughs> popularity. Uh, and I've always liked it. And so, yeah, I've it's been great to see that game go through that journey and get better. Obviously, it should have been blah, blah, blah. Yep. All the things that we have to say when we talk about cyberpunk, yada, yada, yada. Sure. But the point is that, like, that game still meant a lot to a lot of people for the things that it was mm-hmm. rather than things that it wasn't. Uh, and that I definitely fall into that category. And so I was really excited to see this. And, you know, I played the demo as well mm. and had a really fantastic time and I'm really excited for it. So The thing, though, and Tam will agree with me on this, if you've had, if, if you've got Idris Elba, tell him to be British. I can't fucking Oh, talk. I see. Tell him to be British or tell <laughs> him to do an American accent. Do not let him do his own thing. Because so, he has the mashup accent that I have. He does have a weird mashup. I agree with you. Uh, he sounds weird in this. And like, I want him to just... I think it would be better. And it, Solomon Reed is a really interesting character. The way that they introduce him. This backstory that he has with Songbird and the president. Yes. Who... Yeah, I mean, you, you start off the game rescuing the president. Yeah. Just like um, bad dudes. That's great. Yeah. That's- and so... And, and then he, <laughs> you, you kind of meet him and he starts talking. And I was like, ah, yes. You too have lived in America for a while and <laughs> yeah, have never. spoken to a lot of Americans. Yeah, yeah. And your accent has softened. Yeah, yeah. But no, it look, it's looking really good. And uh, they wouldn't... I Also, one thing I really pressed them on was like, how long is this going to take your average player? They, they really asked, didn't want to... No, no, no. So they, they don't want to say... Yes. Afterwards, we ran into some other folks from CD Projekt Red and they explicitly asked Tam and I, how long do you think this expansion is? And we yeah. kind of were like, oh, maybe 10, 15 hours. And they went, okay. <laughs> yeah, and then right. they just would not they just walked away. And, like walked away no. and they're not saying yeah well I think this is the thing they say oh it's they said something to me like oh it's commensurate with the previous expansions that we have done we feel it's the same they didn't say length they were just saying like we want those expansions to really mean something and deliver value and whatever and we feel as though it's in the same sort of territory as our previous Bloody expansions for other games, right? So they weren't talking about hours, mm. but they were talking about overall, like how much it means to a player or whatever else. So we're talking vibes, but like Big that's vibes. the thing, right? The, the oh, and cy- there are vampires in it. No, I'm kidding. Cyberpunk is like 25 hours or so, versus The Witcher is like 50 or 60 hours. So if you line those numbers up, mm. I would expect this expansion to come in at around about 10-ish hours mm-hmm. plus additional side content, right? That's my guess. Happy to be proven incorrect they, on that but say- i just can't see this being 25 hours because no. if it's 25 hours like blood and wine was or whatever then it makes it longer than cyberpunk like the, the base game i just said that's gonna happen one thing i thought was really interesting so when you meet solomon reed first of all there's a whole setup to getting there because you can either choose to swear an oath to the president yeah. which johnny will mercilessly mock you for <laughs> yeah. uh, or you can refuse but also there's a <coughs> point where you meet up with Idris Elba there are all these uh, Solomon Reed there are all these questions and apparently you can decide not to team Correct. up with him and you can oh, I'm wow. really interested to see I kind of want to if that's the case see how that plays out both ways because it will result in mission failed and then the same expansion completely yep uh, 
Oh, that's what happens. Well, well, so much for so much for <laughs> a, 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 a RPG of branching choices. You I thought that was. I thought it was like other stuff. You can. I mean, clearly, other stuff you could probably do within Dogtown, which is the new area. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's wild. Like, yeah. It gives you the option. We shook his hand. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, sure. It's, it's a Zelda. Yeah, of course. Uh, since we are talking about games that we've gotten our hands on and played, <gasps> I would love to speak about Prince of Persia. Oh, mm. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I had a lot of fun playing it. I got real sweaty. I got real gamery. It's challenging. Um, I really like that it has a lot of <laughs> core classic Prince of Persia feel. Specifically, when I went through a sequence where it was like butthole clenching, like, oh, like you, your time, your jumps have to be perfect and there's spike traps and you have to like jump and wall slide and jump and like dodge traps. Like once that, I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. I so, love this. So we played at Playdays, oh, Ubisoft had a thing outside of Playdays and they had, it was a half hour long section that was just after sort of your first major beat. Yeah. I yep. think story wise, you played more? I did play more. I played a point that's about halfway through the game-ish, and uh, it's in the catacomb slash crypt area. And uh, as you're running through, uh, cacophonies are opening up and and enemies are coming after you. And uh, there's this character that's kind of like the Grim Reaper of the realm that like is tell like he he he's blind and he can't see you. Uh, but if you get into combat with any of his followers, it pings them and he chases you down. Um, oh, and, and it's like a pursuit, like a 2D kind of like a and he te- dread. He teleports all around the room too. Oh, so cool. like depending on how you, if you parry correctly, if you're blocking certain ways, depending on if like if you use one of your anime supers, if it's too loud, it'll catch his attention um, and you can't kill him. So he's just like, cool. you need to leave the room now. Um and then that section was followed by a really rad, uh, like death pillar section where you're jumping, and uh, when you jump to a certain part in the room, uh, you hear a flash or like a, a thing go off, and a pillar comes crashing down, and there's spikes are all around you, and it became this like jumping dodging section where you have to like jump, ping, pillar. Jump, wall jump on the pillar, jump this way, pillar comes this way, pillar comes this way. It becomes this death trap and you have to keep running. Otherwise, if you make a misstep, you're you're dead and you can use this, the the time mechanic to kind of avoid and yeah, replace yourself. Yeah, how do you do yourself. with that? Because I, mm. like, I was able to like use it, but I, it's like early in the game, so I wasn't able to get to like high level play. But like we saw in the trailer, like, you know, him like rewinding time to go yeah. behind an enemy and stuff yeah. like the, in in that particular puzzle there's this part where there's two blocks with spikes on both sides and it's just going back and forth and you have to create the clone of yourself run away from it and trick the the wall to go through your clone and once it's gone through it you then teleport to it you're on the other side and you start running and you have to do it again and again depending on uh the enemies and the layout of the of the facility you get a really cool amulet that that also makes that turn into a beam so the longer you're further away from your clone and you you teleport it'll it'll kill any enemy in the way that that. you did the teleport for uh there's a lot of complexity to it the amulets Mm -hmm. are low-key gonna be one of the coolest things in the game i used the one where when you leave your clone behind uh, you hold down the recoil button and it explodes explodes yep that was a fun one there's one so basically just to catch people up too, the way it plays it's very like 
straightforward. So it's like got Metroidvania like exploration, yep. but it's very much dash and parry driven. Yes. Where it's it's right trigger, left trigger, one is dash, one is parry, and that's all that's like key. Then you have a range, then you have like regular melee attacks, and then you have ultimate attacks, which go like cool, like anime yeah. style, like cut the screen. But yeah. but the amulets yeah. let you kind of so build and get more creative. Like that's where the fun stuff happens, right? Mm. Oh yeah. There's uh when I played it there was like I think twelve amulets applicable, and then when I played the second one, whole new loadout with different abilities. Um and it really feels cool because it's going to let people play the way they want to play. If you're someone that's like, I don't want to get engaged in, in one-on-one combat, you can <coughs> lean more towards, oh, I want more arrows in my quiver or the, the chakra weapon yeah. you can like use to explode and create an AOE. Um, and you even get new super Sue. So the super where like, you know, he explodes and like throws the waves of yeah. uh, the, the one blade. Later on, you get one that's like, like an X, almost like uh, like a Wolverine. X. Yeah, like a Wolverine oh, yeah. X, and it and it and it's very directional. So like, if they're not next to you, you're not gonna. If they're next to you, you're not gonna hit them. It's yeah. only meant for enemies that are like in the air. Uh, it's it's hype as hell, man. Yeah, it's, it's it, really cool. it has all like the kinetic movement. Uh, oh, talk about uh, one of the most like beautifully feeling and animating little backflips. Yeah, in a game like when you hit that backflip, it's like oh, there's something about it. Slide. Are you kidding me? I'm just sliding the whole time. I'm a yeah. slut for a slide. Yeah. <laughs> I loved uh, me, me at the pool party. Be like, <laughs> yeah. I love. I love also just when you whenever you do the air dash, it's just like oh, he's running on the wall. Yeah, a little like, like hey. little little little, little yeah. hey. Uh, I, it's weird. I, I think I saw Andy Robinson tweet this, and I really agree. He was like. In-person events are so important for games like Cyberpunk and Prince of Persia because outsiders looking in are saying, that shit, that sucks, yeah. I don't like it. But then all of us get to play it and we're like, these experiences were really kick-ass and yeah. really fun. It's going to be people excited. And if it wasn't a physical event, there's no way to actually convey that and yeah. listen to it from those perspectives. Yeah, I agree. It was. I, it's been a bit of a bummer to see how much of a like the hostile reception that Prince of Persia has been getting, I think, because, yeah. you know, everyone's like, this sucks. And it's like, well, speaking to people all throughout the week who played it, they were all like, no, actually this rules. It's yeah. like the best thing. I didn't meet a single person that was like, yeah. that game sucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'll pretty quickly convince people, yeah, especially like people, yeah. like if you don't like that <laughs> style of gameplay, then that's just sure. what it is. But yeah. the Prince thing, that was my thing. I was like, oh, I wanted to play as the prince. But yeah. as soon as I played it, I was like, whatever, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll rescue him another day. I don't give yeah. shit. Yeah, I think the the I got to interview the developers. My video on that's coming out in a couple days. Um, one of the things that I learned the most in my trip to Montpierre was that everyone there are anime weebs. Every single Makes developer sense. in that room, whether it was the art guy, whether it was Level designers, full-on Dragon Ball Goku tats. Like, on their wall, they've got tons of, of like, One Piece and Mob, you know, Mob 100. Like, all anime stuff. And everyone I talked to is like, we love anime. This game is inspired by anime. We want people to know that anime is what's driving this game. Uh, and you'll see it when you get further and further in the game. That Yeah, they really freaking love it. And it's tight. It's really cool. As someone who's not a big anime guy. I, I really picked up what they were putting down. That's cool. Is there anything else that's, that was that's playable that we want to talk about? I don't um, think so. I played Crash Team Rumble. Yeah, nothing to really say there. Nope. Um, 
I can talk about Forza and um, Thirty Three Immortals. Sure, but maybe you played Thirty Three Immortals. Yeah, yeah, I did. Fuck. Yeah. When did you guys play that yesterday? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's Sorry. it's you. Was it at game? Uh, it was it the Xbox stuff? Yeah, it's the Game it's Fest your, thing. It's your no. shit. It was at the Xbox first party. It's like party. behind closed doors stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's cool. I might, it was I mean, only a brief demo though. So like you didn't miss a huge amount. It was okay. literally, it was literally, I would probably say no more than 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. man. I would have, I would have bugged Sean to get in. I didn't know there was another yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. I'll tell you more about that in a little bit, Gerard, but we got a special segment next. Uh, yes. We're talking to Ben Starr from Final Fantasy 16. Who's that? He's Clive in Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, nice. The main guy. Uh, the main guy. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Did like I say his name? Wait. Yeah, so uh, that's a really good conversation. We're really excited for you guys to see it because he is genuine and cool. So yeah. let's just jump in. You have good color for an English. Thank you very much. How did you get that color? I was, <laughs> I was in Lisbon uh, doing a film uh, just before I came out. So I was literally just filming on a beach for, for days. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Doing a film. Just doing a film. Just on a beach as you do. Just doing a movie. No big deal. Um, Yeah, so that's why I have this color. And there's nothing I could do about it. Like, they just had me on the beach the whole time. And, like, you just, I was wearing a dressing gown um, and a beanie for, like, the last few days because I just didn't want to get any more color on me because I looked complete. (laughs) I was a completely different shade by the end of the thing. But we were, like, technically, we were filming stuff, like, that was the day before. But I come on looking like (laughs) I'd just been doing, like, 10 episodes of Baywatch and it was just. It was Sick. just not okay. You should do 10 episodes of Baywatch. Yeah, yeah, I, would watch, yeah. I would watch yeah. that reboot. English Baywatch. Yeah, it would be That's great. On Pebble Beach. Totally. They fall over and they all wake up the grey <laughs> yeah. and shit to yeah. go to the hospital. Yeah, just like, totally. I got pneumonia from a beach in the northeast. <laughs> 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 because you're not meant to go to the beaches in your country. <laughs> That's a loose story. I also oh went God. in the sea. <laughs> so um, at the university I went to, which was Durham University, um, there was a like a little lake in one of the colleges that the rumor was that like, you couldn't go in there because you get tetanus if you go in there. And it was just like the rumor. No, you get of, tetanus if you got a clue. Yeah, oh my God. The second worst club in Europe when yep. it had the, the title of. And then they were like, oh yeah, it's still going. And then, it, then everyone was like, it's actually the worst club because the what because the other worst one actually burnt down. <laughs> we just kind of going, but no one knew the rest of the story. Everyone just knew that it burnt down. Like, Did people die in this? Like this this horrible fire? But yeah, it was famous for being bad. And you could get something called the quad evolution. Which, um, <laughs> which was, and I think you can still get it right. Which was four shots of vodka, yep. but it was two shots of vodka and orange juice, two shots of vodka and cranberry, and then you pour them into one thing, <laughs> and it was like five quid or maybe four quid. Uh, basement in Newcastle, three trebles for a fiver. Oh my god! And that, so, there's no, no and way go, in Australia that you wouldn't be able to do that. Well, no, that's just, it's fucking illegal. It's illegal. Yeah, right. So we, the thing is, is that you could get uh, three treble shots for five pounds, but they were not allowed to put them in the same glass. So you. Have you were yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, walking around like a lemon with three bloody cups yeah. of just paint stripper of vodka. Mm-hmm. And then we would go to digital. Did you ever go to digital? Yeah, I did, yeah. 80p Mondays. <laughs> Born in the 80s. I mean, Eight, everything was oh 80p God. until Monday. You sound so cover. much more British right now. I know. I, know. I feel yeah. like I'm as you were speaking to <laughs> another British like, person. Guys, she's back. This is, <laughs> this is my time. <laughs> No more British people on the podcast, yeah. right? That's the rule. No, no. That was back in the day when your dance card was full, though. But now- <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, my God. How much of this cold open can we use? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the question. That is the question. I say all of it. I say all yeah, of it. Yeah, all of it. Because no one's going to get the reference. It was a personal moment. Boy, yes. It'll be friends per second lore. Just mm, insert it yeah. into, the, into the vault. Why yeah. do we not have a... I mean, I work there. Why do we not have a fandom wiki yet? 
Honestly, I'm sure someone will make it. Make I'll have a word. Yeah. 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 Great. Anyway, get on that, guys. <laughs> please. <laughs> someone, please make the wiki. We appreciate it. Yep. It would genuinely help my uh, green card process a lot if you would do that. Yeah, that's true. Actually, it would. <laughs> yeah. it would. What, the more Googleable you are, the more you're allowed to be in a Mayawakin? I know American. <laughs> yes, um, it's a great system you've got here. Wow. Yeah. I thank. Speaking of being Googled, Ben, what's up? Hi. How are you doing? Welcome. Thank Welcome, you for being dude. here. Thank you so much for having me. It's very exciting. The second in-person guest, our first in-person guest was Tam, who's off camera. That's Shout true. Out to him. Hi, that's Tam. true. Actually. Oh, no, Eric, Eric, Eric Williams. Eric. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't there. Oh, that's oh yeah, it doesn't count. So, oh, so, so it just doesn't so count. So our third, technically third. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, man. Third place is still pretty good. Yeah, I'll take it. He's still, he's still on the podium. Get him I out. like bronze. It's the best one, right? <laughs> <laughs> is, that what, is that what they say? It's the first. It's the first. <laughs> is that because you spent so much time on the beach? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it goes with so much more. <clears throat> yeah. Right. I'm, so, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so sorry that my tan offends you. Right well, now. as an Australian currently in the thick of winter, yes, I feel very jealous right now. Uh, Having said that, I am a gamer, so I've had a tan like twice in my whole life. Well, so. I, I, it's, I'm not usually I'm not usually this color. It's just because I have been filming on a beach. We I know. We're I, using the cold open. We totally told you. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Everyone knows that story. Okay, you just yeah, told yeah. it. Okay? Oh, wow. Okay, great. This is completely information you already know. I apologize. Back to the, back to, back to the show. Welcome, welcome to the internet. <laughs> So speaking of walking the internet, uh, in case no one knows who you are, yeah. how did you get here right now between us, like in this room? Um, um, Ralph Lemon. I got here because yeah, I just I just kept banging on the door until yeah. he let me in, and I kept <laughs> shouting, "I love you guys." Yeah. Um, no, I um, so I play Clive Rossfield in Final Fantasy 16. That's basically why I'm here. Um, I have been a huge gamer my entire life, um, but I'm also an actor. And I four years ago stumbled onto this job. Um, which just happens to be the lead character in my favorite ever video game franchise. So um, and it doesn't really make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me now. Um, and yeah, and, and then it got announced at the Game Awards that I was able to kind of talk about it after that point. Um, and I immediately kind of reached out to you guys being like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, Dude, su- I'm such a huge fan of, of <laughs> I love Friends for Seconds. I just, I love you. I've been following your work. Oh my God. Like I've watched like all your guys' reactions to everything. It's just, it's, it's mad. And I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm deep in the Friends per Second lore. So um, yeah, it's, it's very, very cool. It's very, very touching. That's very kind of you. Yeah. I just think, I just think you're awesome. And I remember when the first episode, you guys Keep announced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Three. Rub it off on you. We make it in a vacuum. around. Um, <laughs> that's, that's our official gesture. Yes. Hands to go around. Welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I just I remember when you guys first announced it, and I was just so excited because I've watched all your work individually and they're coming together. I just was like, oh man, this is so cool. Um, that's so, crazy. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, wow. it's very welcome. I yeah, and I I think I completely freaked out on that one episode where you kind of mentioned that I was a fan of the show. Yeah, oh, yeah, you yeah. clipped it, didn't you? you yeah, I clipped it. it. I took it down. I, I and I I showed it to all my friends, and they didn't care. <laughs> um, like they were it's like so they were going. I just don't get the reference, Ben. Um, and but yeah, for me, it's just it's just such a massive thing, and it's such an honor to be here talking to you well thank you uh, well thank yeah you. i mean, really wow. appreciate you making the time because this man is in very hot demand right now yeah, yeah. obviously the press tour is huge oh yeah. you're a few weeks from i have a video to send to you okay. because we went to the final fantasy 16 pre-launch party mm. tam and i went and uh the queue to meet ben so we ran sure. into ben yeah. like just standing outside and people were milling <laughs> they were yeah. like you we were catching up with you yeah uh, young was there we were like sure. hanging out 
and there was just like people just nervous yeah. energy like coming up to me and then you were whisked away to yeah. your signing I took a video because I wanted to send it to you because people were just like around the yeah. whole thing there was so it was so cool Final Fantasy fans man is like, that, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. is that yeah. the first time in your life that you've had that because you're an actor mm-hmm. and you've done other roles yep. is that the first time you've had that level of like yeah completely yeah? because um, even even if you are very very famous on TV or film in the UK they're spread out all over all over the world right you just you don't really get that visceral feedback i did um uh, a tv show called jamestown and it was great you know it was on sky and then it was on pbs and lots of people watched it i never met a single person who watched it but apparently millions of people did <laughs> but also they just they're not the kind of people that would want to have that interaction whereas sure. gamers they love that interaction mm-hmm. and they know that i'm a fan and we just so happen to be at a final fantasy 16 event where my character's face is everywhere you couldn't mm-hmm. really you know move for it but i remember talking to you oh, well, the other year it was yesterday. It was yesterday. <laughs> uh, I remember all back to yesterday when I, I I was a bit overwhelmed and I kind of went over to you guys and I just was like, I'm just going to talk to you for a bit because mm. I know that this is going to get a bit crazy mm. and I'm not really prepared for it because I don't feel I don't feel like I've earned it and that and I, I genuinely mean that because it has been something that has been <clears throat> mine for so long mm. and the idea that it, people are suddenly going to take ownership of it and it's going to matter to them is very very strange for me and I recognize as a big fan of this series how much it means to have this new inst- this brand new installment for the first time and people are going to want to meet me and I I just feel very we've spoken about this imposter mm. syndrome right I feel unworthy of that um, and you know, I, I'm looking forward to people playing it, um, and hopefully liking Clive as a person. But it's very, it's a very surreal. It's a bit like Whiplash, right? I'm getting that, like, oh no. But yeah, there were there were a lot of people, and they made it known that they wanted to talk to me. It's significant too, because this is the first Final Fantasy where it's like very much focused on Clive. Yeah. Like you're not rolling deep with a massive party of colorful yeah, characters. True. Like a lot of it is on you. Yeah. So that has to have been pretty intensive. Is it? Is was it? like four years of constant work or was it like waiting games in between like how does that process go so um what it would be really intense periods so often it would be for like over multiple months i would have i would be in every single day doing stuff because um it's it's i'd be in probably about four to six hours a day um there was a period when i was in eight hours a day but that's really bad for your voice and you shouldn't really do it um but you know necessity dictated that I had to be in there just because we needed to get stuff done and moving because we were we were priority so when you record and they went this is the first one in English right they needed to get my track down and all my stuff down so that they could send it out to everyone else who would then dub what we had done so including the Japanese I learned yeah Japanese came after the English yeah Yeah. so you were the baseline yeah you're the guide wow that's crazy because I spoke to Koji Fox about this and it turns out that they actually rewrote sections of the Japanese script based on your lines yeah based on what we did and often like we koji said this like in the sessions like we would change stuff based and they would rewrite stuff based on what i was giving them in the booth Mm. so like clive shifted with us we didn't like he started off as one thing and um then we kind of developed him together and it was this mad this mad moment where i met yoshi p and he was just Mm. like you are clive and i was like oh my god (laughs) um (laughs) you know it was it's it's crazy but the pressure of that meant that like i felt like if I wasn't able to make a session, I was letting people down mm-hmm. because there's me. And then there's all the other amazing Clives who were going to do it in all the other languages mm-hmm. who, if I'm not doing it, they don't have anything to go off. So um, I was like pretty dedicated to it. And, you know, sometimes against my bet- the betterment of my health, I'd just go and do it because I, I knew that they needed to get this stuff done. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 
I'd sometimes like have a month off, two months off, and then I'd go and back in for three months. And my agent would just be like, yep, it's it's up again and off we go. And my life would just be that. And it was quite nice because an actor, you don't get nine to fives. Mm. But for me, I, I lived at where we recorded it. Like um, the uh, the place where we, where we did all the recording, um, they've done a lot of big high profile video games. It's kind of like the place where, every, you know, they do cyberpunk and Assassin's mm. Creed and everything. And I was working out with a casting director that I think I am by quite some margin, the actor who's worked on one single role the longest um, really? and Whoa. had the most oh, amount wow. of hours wow. because we we weren't doing, it wasn't like the most lines, it was just how long it took us to do those lines because they wanted to get it right. And um, so we weren't just pumping out like 40, 40 lines an hour, we were doing half that. Mm. Um, we would sometimes be doing less than that because if it wasn't right, we weren't taking it. Wow. Mm. Um, was that because that process was being led by Koji Fox, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. He so he's like, like quite a demanding taskmaster in those moments. Well, so what <clears> we <throat> had, what we had is Koji, who would be right there at the beginning, and he would basically dictate the, the style of what it was. And so I'd have him over Zoom. But I also had this amazing team, amazing performance directors. So I want to shout out to Morgan Rushton. I want to shout out to Ollie Chance. And I really want to shout out to Hannah Price. Um, Hannah Price, who was also a performance director on Alan Wake 2. Um, just the, that game is shaping up. Yeah, currently, by the way, oh, we're we gonna had, talk about that game. In oh a yeah, yeah, right. And and I've been I've been just trying to get information out of Hannah for ages. Been like, tell me about Hannah. <laughs> 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 um, it's it's just it's it's awesome. And I say that like in we we had an amazing on-site UK team mm. who are just now some of my closest friends because you just spend hours with these people mm. and they see me at my worst. You know, it's not, I'm sitting here being like celebrating and basking in it, but we, it got, things got hard. Things got really hard if you're slogging away at something and you just think you're not really making any dent in anything or you, you, you beat yourself up because you're not doing a good enough job. But they picked me up and, and I'm just so thankful to have them in my life. And I'm thankful to have Koji in my life, man. We were just, mm. we were hanging out last night just being like, oh, look, look at us. <laughs> look at us. It was just, it was cool. And um, I'm, they're just my really, really great friends now. Going back to the beginning, because I remember talking to like Maggie Robin Robertson, who's playing Lady D in mm. Resident Evil. She had no idea what she was auditioning for. Mm. Did you know it was Final Fantasy? Not a clue. Really? What, wow. what, did, what wow. did the listing even Jackpot. look like? So I can't say the, the name of the code name because they'd kill me. But um, <laughs> it was unnamed video game. It was a fantasy RPG, and I was I was auditioning for a character called at the time Tristan. Now, this was a much, much smaller role in the game. He was called Tristan, and he was this hard taskmaster and coming in. It was 5.30 on a Friday. I'd just done, um, so I have like a, a, a production company, like a film production company, and we just had this like awful meeting. It had gone so badly. I was so tired, and I was like, I've got to do this audition at 5.30. I was really tired. I went up. I was like, I've got to audition for Tristan in this game. I'm not going to get it, you know, and I, and I walked into the booth, not really that prepared, um, I did three lines and I was really quite bad. And then there was silence. Um, and then I heard over the tannoy, Ben, would you mind reading this? And I went, yeah, sure, fine. Just thinking nothing of it. Um, and yeah, then they gave me the lines for a character called Clint Richmond. Um, and uh, yeah, and I just, I looked at them and you're just thinking, well, screw it, right? I don't, I haven't seen these in advance. Let's just go for it. And they were really emotional lines. Like Clive in this game, he he goes to some places and I just went for it. I just kind of let everything go. And I remember coming out thinking, that, that went all right. 
and then four days later, I got a call. I was doing an episode of Midsummer Murders at the time. <gasps> no, you I were was not. Playing, honestly, it's called the Sting of Sting of Death. And uh, yeah, I actually met someone yesterday at the Final Fantasy event who went. I actually first saw you on Midsummer Murders, but I'm like, oh, thanks. I don't think you guys um, understand how much of an institution Midsummer Murders yeah, yeah. is in the Everyone UK. Everyone does it. Oh my god! I was with I, my episode had Griff Reese Jones in it. Um, no. Uh, yeah, Imogen Stubbs. It was yeah, it was a, it was a cool episode. Um, but I was and I was sitting next to Neil Dudgeon, who is the lead in Midsummer Murders, and I just got a call from my agent saying, "Congratulations, you've got the lead in a video game." And I'm like, "Oh, nice!" And I'm just talking to people, going, oh, "I've got this. I'm in a I'm in a video game. I'm I'm going to do like 40 hours. That's all it was. It's going to be 40 hours of recording." And I'm thinking, "That's cool, great, that's nice." And then I got a call back saying, um, "Could you come back in an audition for your younger self? It'll only be like a couple of hours. We just want to we just want to see if you can do it. Otherwise, we'll just get someone else to voice. It's fine, um, but it would be so much easier if you could do it." And I went, "Sure." They went, "We're going to give you more information for the character for context," and then they gave me the more information, and it had Final Fantasy written on it. Oh, wow. and I and I didn't quite understand. I just was like, "Okay, what?" Um, and then I went into to my younger self audition, which was, you know, with Koji at the time, I'd, I'd already met, it was like, we're all cool, we're rubbing shoulders, we're fine, it's yeah. cool. Um, and uh, yeah, then I said, is this Final Fantasy? And someone nodded and I went, is this Final Fantasy 16? And then nodded again and I screamed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I went, oh, oh, oh no, oh no. Um, and I, I think I was just so, I was so nervous auditioning for my younger self mm. um, because I just thought, I just, um, what, 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 if I, what if I do my younger self and they realize that I'm not good enough to do this, um, and I fort- they fortunately said, "Congratulations, you- you're going to get to do that." Um, and then for the entire first month, maybe the first year, I thought I was going to get fired because it doesn't happen, does it? That doesn't happen. Mm. I didn't know what I was going in for. I've loved these games since I was 11 years old. They have defined my life. And then someone says, after one not that great audition, followed by a good audition, you just get to you get to do this and you're going to be the custodian of the next protagonist in the Final Fantasy franchise. That is just mad. And I did an interview with Yoshi P and Koji earlier in the year and they said it's fate and it feels like it was mm-hmm. fate. It feels like it was meant to be because it doesn't happen to everyone. In fact, I think it might just, it might just happen to me, um, <laughs> you know? Uh, but yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's mad. In terms of uh, portraying the same character at multiple spans of their life, like let's get into process a little bit. How does yeah. that work? Because do you just do you just talk like younger? <laughs> That's exactly what I do. I go hi there. Um, I'm, <laughs> Clive. I'm Clive. Um, you'd uh, we we spoke about this a lot, and it's not really about age. It's about texture and about like um, how where Clive is emotionally in his life. And I think by this point, I imagine a lot of people have played the demo. Yes. You know, they'll mm. have got they'll have got that <clears> far, and they'll see what happens in the con- in, in the content of that video and how that contextualizes the rest of Clive's life. Um, and I know in other languages they've separated them. So they've got, you know, some people have not played Clive throughout the entire process. But for me, I, f- I felt like I really had to. I'm really glad they let me do it because what happens in those like final moments of this, um, this demo, it changes Clive's life forever and it informs every aspect of my performance going forward. Um, I just, I couldn't have, I don't think I could have done it well enough if had I not had those moments that happened with, you know, the icon of fire and Phoenix. It's it's mad, mm-hmm. and um, it's I I've described it as um, Clive's soul leaving his body, 
uh, as that's really what it was, was is going every aspect of his being evacuates his body mm. and then he has to rebuild himself for the rest of the game. Um, and so that's what informed it. It wasn't just like, I'm going to talk like this and I'm going to talk like this. <laughs> but it's, it was more just like the texture of your voice. Yeah. And it changes. You know, there are hints mm. of old, there are hints of older Clive when he's out in the field, when he's younger, you know, it's about playing, playing that soldier. And so what happens when you play different versions of yourself and throughout 16, you see that Clive is many different things to many different people. Mm. And he has to play those different roles in order to kind of navigate this world. And that's what we, we did. And we didn't want him to just be this kind of, you know, brooding edgelord. Um, <laughs> Which, in a Final Fantasy game? I know, wow. I know, right? They've never had that before. I know, never this is a brand, ever. Yeah, a brand new idea. But, um, yeah, that that was the that was the the process. I think it wasn't just like we'll just do younger and older. Yeah, um, because you play them at twenty eight, and you also play them at thirty four. You know, there's those different time skips as well. So you cut. You know, his voice is settled by the time it's twenty eight. It's more just like what's happened to him in that point. Yeah. how his personality changes. Um, yeah, but I mean, at that point. Are you? I assume you're not recording chronologically no. as to what's going on in the story. How much context did you have? Did they tell you the full story, yeah. all the arcs ahead of time, so yeah, you yeah, kind yeah. of could place yourself better? Yeah, I, I was. I think I was probably the only cast member to get the entire script when I first got it, mm. um, and which you know absolutely changed throughout the process. You know, these the game game development means that things change, especially over the four years that we were there. That we were there. Um, and uh but i got the arc and clive's arc i th I think clive's arc never changed it never changed at all like it was always it, it always gonna always end up in the same place and the beats were always gonna hit the same how he got there you know changed based on circumstances and, and how development came along i think but um so i always knew what was going to happen but the team and like morgan in the room would just it, sometimes with 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 direction would just be like um this is everything that has happened you know they, they'd give me like a like the active time law right they would literally give me active time law in the room but by that point um because it goes on for so long um i would know exactly <coughs> where clive was in his mm -hmm. life like i was commanding half these sessions because i'd know what had immediately happened where i'd been you know where i was going and i'm like great cool got it and we had this amazing shorthand um and that's why like we stuck with the team that we did because if we'd had other directors coming in they would have not really understood it because this is a long game you can't just have like a you know a director for hire for two days coming in and telling you what to do because they don't know what's mm. happened up to that point um yeah it was it was a, a cool process and one that i now know this game inside and out and mm. i and it's going to be weird playing it knowing what i know about it um <laughs> so you still haven't played it yet Nope. I mean, I played the I played the the demo sure. and I played all the stuff that we played the previews. But I am I am excited. So to... you do plan to play through the whole thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm cool. I'm such a big gamer. Like yeah. I'm, I'm going for that platinum trophy. I don't care. Let's <laughs> go. Let's yeah. go. You know, I think Final Fantasy 13 was the first ever platinum trophy I got. Right. And I wasn't really much of a trophy hunter at that point. And then um, it kind of changed. So I think 13 and 13 two were my first ever platinum trophies. Save for like The Walking Dead, which you can just, just get oh, right just, straight. You, you play you, it. You yeah. just play it and it gives you the trophy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was they were they were my first ones and they were signed. I mean, if you've ever tried to get the 13 Platinum, <laughs> if you've ever tried to get the 13 Platinum, 
you know that that is RNG nightmare. Like, oh, yeah. Nightmare. Oh, hours and hours and hours of fighting <laughs> yeah. those Animantoids turtles, pinning <laughs> no. them down, farming them over yeah, and over. Farming, yeah. Just, like spamming death. Trying oh, to yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we've, we, we've been there. It's, it's hell. It was me in my university dorm just doing this, looking like Howard Hughes by the end of it. <laughs> My brother, my brother and I have this ritual when a Final Fantasy or Zelda game comes out. The two of us get out of every responsibility mm. as, as we can. We put up walls and we just get together for like a week or two and just play until we get to the end and complete yeah. them. And yeah, thirteen was it's a, it's a it's a rough one. It's a long one. Yeah, but I mean, th- th- some of the most recent platinums have actually been quite fun for it. But that one, I was just I just loved it and I really wanted to do it. And you, and they're the ones that kind of tease you, right? You think this is tangible. I've got all of them. I just need to get this last mm-hmm. trophy. Mm, it's that's like- when it. Mm-hmm. That's when it gets bad. It's like the Resident Evil Village uh, Platinum where you can get everything and then you have to do the mercenaries modes and it's like, it's yep. like I'm nearly there. And then you have like, no, you've got like 20 <laughs> Man, hours I feel of so seen with you in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you for validating it's me. An, it's, it's, it looks like an inch, but it's actually like 30 miles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm in for a penny and for a pound. I had that with the um, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled um, <sighs> Platinum. And I and I was a changed man oh by the end of it. Oh my god! My hats off to you, dude. <laughs> yeah. 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 Completionist too. Over yeah, yeah, that's right. No, I'm nowhere. Ben, you can take over. Yeah, dude, I'm not in your league. But when people go like, "What is the platinum that ruined you?" There is Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled and the Witness because the, the wit- Witness, the Witnesses, I, like the Witnesses, the worst tease of all time because you get a trophy for every single thing that you have to do for the story, and then they go, "The final trophy is very simple. It's just this." procedurally generated it's like you timed to the Hall of the Mountain King music so there's no timer and you've just got to get all the way through it and each puzzle will just change so there is no solution you just have to know how to solve the puzzles and each one will change and I think I just went mad by the end of it and I remember downing two bottles of wine downing two bottles of wine on Greenwich Observatory with my friend celebrating like in plastic bags being like we did it we did it we did it yeah, those two. So wait, wait, you said that you are a lifelong gamer, and mm-hmm. obviously, clearly, when was the very first game that you played? Um, so the very first game I think I played was on Game Boy. So uh, like, I found my old Game Boy like about three days ago, and I had this like pack that I would take around to my uh, to, on holiday and stuff. And I had, um, I had Metroid Two on the Game Boy. Um, I had Super Mario Land. There was the six gold rings one. What's that? Second one. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Mario Land Two, six gold rings. Um, my sister had Tetris, so I didn't really get to play that, and I didn't understand it. I was like, "This is not fun." <laughs> um, but I think my other one was I really wanted Kirby's Dream Land, and I, my parents didn't get it for me. They got me Kirby's Pinball. Um, <laughs> Two so, different games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But me just going, "This is the same. This is the same thing. Yeah, this is exactly yeah. like it." Um, so yeah, it was all like the Game Boy, and I really want to give a shout out to the 007 game on Game Boy. If you ever played it, the 007 James Bond game. That's like a that's like a Zelda like James Bond game. It doesn't get enough love. What? Classic Jimmy B. Honestly, it's a deep cut, but you got to play it, man. Who made it? Um, I don't know, but it, you know, it had the like certified for Game Boy um, thing course. on it. But I remember seeing it, thinking, "I love James Bond. This <laughs> yeah. is awesome." But I was rubbish at games at that point. You know, I could only probably get past the first or second level. But um, it was it was the time where I break through and like get past it. I thought, I'm, "Oh, am I a gamer?" 
Um, so yeah, I was a I was a Game Boy kid, and then I didn't get anything till the PlayStation. And it was the first two games I got were Resident Evil Two and Gran Turismo. And Resident Evil Two was so scary, I had to turn it off. I actually pulled. We were, I was watching it with like three three or four of my friends who were all coming in. We got past like. I don't know, probably about three hours into the game at this point, which is the furthest I'd ever got. And it was so scary that everyone started screaming. Cause you know, when you open the door and zombies come through, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, everyone was screaming and it was like a, a, out of like a sitcom. And I remember running to the wall and just pulling the plug out. Of the <laughs> and I was at my friend's, my friend's house that we were playing it. And his mother came to me and she just went, you do not do that again. <laughs> and I was in so much trouble because I, and I just, I was so scared of her for the rest of the day. Oh and I never God. played Resident Evil 2 again um, until they remade it in 2019. And they do it again. So How'd you feel? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, was, I was fine with it at that point, but I, I remember stealing myself. Thinking, Probably a bit scarier this time around at yeah. the very least. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So yeah, that's my, that's kind of my history with video games. What's your absolute favorite game? I don't think I, I don't think I really have one, but um, I would say it's pro they'd probably exist in like that era. So probably Final Fantasy VIII um, because yeah. it was the first one I played. Tam, Tam is also I'm an eight, I'm an eight man. Yeah, All right, as well. amazing, big time. Tam's I think when eight nod. when eight came out, I got over it quickly. But I recently completed eight in like 2020. Yeah, walked away loving it. Yeah. Yeah. Squall yeah. Squad in the house. Yeah. Everyone yeah. shits all over it. I think it's top two. I'm a 12 I, girl, so I feel very. Yeah, right. I've got to give some 12 some love as well. I did 12 in like four weeks, um, in between like breaks at university, and I kind of got like my PlayStation two, and I I got my TV from Union. I put it at the end of my like bed over the summer and um yeah i think i played like 140 hours mm -hmm. of that game like like mainlined it and there's a there's probably like the hardest extra boss not the, the hardest 53 million hp boss y yeah he is matt, <laughs> <laughs> he is matt. Wait, and, and if you're playing that on p anyone who defeated that on ps2 you just get a gold star because i think you have to you have to save halfway through it you're in this stadium and you have there is such a specific gambit setup in order to defeat mm -hmm. it you have to like do a spell whereby its attacks heal you and you also have to float the entire time <laughs> and it's just like you are doing you are doing straight maths when you yeah. well, in order to defeat that thing but yeah i I love I love that game, but yeah, eight is is my is my boy. It's mm. the one. I was gonna say I've seen you. I think it was a while ago, but you someone tweeted something about Final Fantasy, and you went so deep on your answers, and yeah. you were just posting just stuff I've never even heard about with Final Fantasy. Yeah, I I love it because the fans, fan, you know. When people say they like stuff, they kind of like question, like, do you do you really <laughs> like this? Yeah, and like, how far do what you does the go? X button do? Yeah. <laughs> I um, I, someone made me into a triple triad card recently. Oh my god, that is awesome! <gasps> that was awesome. So it's like someone had drawn me. Um, I think it's her name is um Astralanova. So look her up on Instagram. She's amazing, and uh, yeah, she did she did me in. Um, as triple triad card, I think I have the same stats as Squall in it, but yeah, yeah. me in a seed uniform. Nice. Just that is that's cool. And what I have realised is now that I'm part of this fandom, if I say something, people will draw it. <laughs> like, that's it. Like they will do an uh, illustration uh -oh. of it. Now's your time. Say something. What, yeah, let's get him to say something weird. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want? Does someone want to? someone want to turn all of us into a Final Fantasy character? Final Fantasy party? Yeah, someone to do that. Oh my God. Make, make all true. of us a Final Fantasy Eight party. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Do it. And just like give us, give us stats, junction some stuff to us. Put it in the. Please, genuinely do it. I don't um, want to be a Moogle. They give me nightmares. Um, you yeah. can be Moogles a GM. Yeah, they freak me out. You can have a pom pom now. That's oh. gonna yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Put us. Why? Why? Why Final Fantasy though? Like, what does it mean? to you like why do you love it so much um uh, playstation one i was playing like 
um, the Tomorrow Never Dies game. Yes. I'm seeing a uh, theme emerging with yes. Bond. Bond. I, that was the period of time when I really loved Bond. Did you I play was, 007 Nightfire? Uh, Agent Under Fire. No, but I, did you play 007 Nightfire? I'd never played Nightfire, no. Because I played Agent Under Fire, and then for some reason I missed Nightfire because my friend at school had it, so I just watched him play yeah, it. That's the that opening song? I mean, hey, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I'm not a real gamer. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, this is like, we're going to have a gaming night. We're all going to yeah, bring yeah, him yeah. around. Wait, I'd, every, love, I'd love to play Nightfire. Everything or nothing? Anybody? No? no that's the best one. He drives a cool motorcycle? No. Ah. Oh. Everything oh. or nothing. Yeah. Willem Dafoe's in it. Is he really? Yeah, wow. he's the villain. He's the Bond villain. I, I, only, yeah. I only played the one on N sixty four. Yeah, everyone else played. Yeah, there's plenty. They got plenty more for you. Yeah. Which Bond do you like? We got Daniel Craig games. We got Pierce Brosnan games. We got that random guy they made up for yeah. that one Golden Eye spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But that Final Fantasy um, eight. Um, my dad bought it for me. And um, I just like the cover of it. I think I got mm. like an official PlayStation magazine. I thought it looked quite cool, but mm. I didn't understand what it was. Like I've been like, you know, press square to shoot games. And this like had like compli complicated things in it. And I remember getting it and playing it. And there's that, there's the mission where you go and fight um, Ifrit, as I called him back in the day. But sure. as I've That's learned now, incorrect. it's Ifrit. I know, right? I've uh, always said Ifrit. I've always said Ifrit. Well. I recorded a video today and I said it that way. Oops. No, 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 no. I, I, I had a comment section. Yeah, I'm dead. We just yeah. shot something with the Final Fantasy 16 dev team. And earlier we were on a call with the PR and I said Ifrit and I was politely <laughs> yeah. corrected. Yeah. Yeah. Corrected. Really? Was today. Was so rad. today I was like, Ifrit. Actually, it's Ifrit. It is Ifrit. I mean, hey, it's been shouted enough come to me a free that happens yeah. Yeah. But, um, sick and toggle sick and sick and toggle um i just say that to my dog all the time uh, your dog is very cute milton is a milton is a great boy if you haven't seen milton he's a tiny yorkshire terrier he's like this big and i would have him in the booth with me for <gasps> loads of recordings no way. So, yeah and he's yeah. like he's good enough to just He's quiet. such a nice boy. Um, I have loads of pictures of him just like curled up. And sometimes I'd be doing like really intense scenes and I just feel these tiny paws on my leg just like because he wanted to he's get like... picked up. And so I'd just like pick him up. <laughs> he would be uh, like everyone at work would just love it when he would come in because I'd just take him off the lead and he'd just potter around. And he oh. has a tiny tennis ball because he's a very small boy and he would just... <laughs> Just nudge it around like he's Lionel Messi. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, oh, but yeah, eight. It, I, I was rubbish at it, and then um, I'd been playing Pokemon at the time because that was like a, the like the the apex of when oh. gold, uh, oh, yeah. red, red and blue were there. Like everyone at school the was playgrounds. playing it. Yeah, it was mad, and I um, just realized there were these GFs that you could have for the summons. So I named all the summons after Pokemon. And I started playing it. I started playing it like Pokemon. So um, like Quetzalcoatl was Zapdos. Was Zapdos. Um, Ifrit was Charizard. Yep. Um, and so for the first, like, I don't know, good like five, ten hours of that game, I was playing it like Pokemon, just summoning GFs the whole time. Um, and then I figured out how to play the game correctly. Because <laughs> um, like a friend at school was like, that's not how you play the game. Um, and it just, the story just took me. It was insane. And um, I loved it. And from then on, it was it was Final Fantasy all the way. I played seven and then I played nine the first, like my dad got it for me the day it came out. Um, and then I got like the six PlayStation 1 uh, game because it came with a 10 demo. Yes. Final Fantasy 6 Anthology. The, or the, about, so about we had, two. in the UK, we had uh, the Final Fantasy Anthology, which was five and, and six. I think was it yeah, well it was four i think in the uk 
maybe it was because six came on its own and then we had origins which was one and two. Oh, my, that's right they split it up yeah maybe it wasn't four maybe it was five and six i don't remember like anthology was something and i'd also get all the guides i get all like mm-hmm. the the in the uk the piggyback guys i was in square enix the other day and they have a wall they have the wall of guides <laughs> they have oh, every wow. single square enix guide oh, awesome. ever made on this wall and i was meant to go and do this podcast interview and i was just there with koji just looking at <sighs> oh my god they've got this and he told me about there's um there was a Final Fantasy Eleven guide that apparently was a complete nightmare to to translate. That he had to he was like one of the first things he ever worked on. And he looked at it like I was giving him like a haunted tome. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, it's it's really cool. Those guides were were amazing, and I've still got them. Like I've lots of my old gaming stuff I don't have, but I still have all my Final Fantasy guides because mm. I think they're really cool. I want to ask you a question uh, to circle back a little bit to the process of recording voiceovers. So obviously the team is is working on the script in in real time as you're progressing. Uh, what was it like for you to come in and if there ever was a day where you'd come in and it's like, hey, uh, everything you already recorded, out the door, start over, yeah. or here's ten to fifteen to twenty more new pages that weren't there before. Mm-hmm. How is that process like for you? Because I can imagine that it's exciting to be like, oh, cool, more work, and then it's like, but mm-hmm. wait, it's more work. If it wasn't good enough, I didn't want it to be in the game, so I really didn't mind. Um, if I was really proud of something and for a technical reason it couldn't go in, I'd be really annoyed. Yeah. Um, like I wouldn't make any bones about it, but like, oh, it's annoying. Um, I wasn't like storming and just kicking things down and going, I refuse. Um, <laughs> Milton but, won't come in from yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, He's so upset. Withholding Milton from you. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I think, you know, there are always things for technical reasons or if um, when we actually placed the dialogue, when, when we, <laughs> as though I did any of that, when the dialogue was placed in the game, they realized that it didn't quite work. So things had to change or like, um, you know, I, m- I'd mispronounced something because there's a lot of names Ifrit. in this game. Yeah. I've always said a free. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that, that, so that would happen. And um, I was, I was fine with it because often I wouldn't kind of know exactly what we we're going to do that day. Um, and there is a, there are quite a few scenes in the game which I kind of knew the context of, but um, often I would see a scene play out uh, and then I would have to voice it or they'd tell me what the scene is and then they would just show me the lines that I would have to do. Um, and I would watch it and then go, okay, ready to go. Um, but there was there is some scenes later on in the game which are very, you know, it's a Final Fantasy game, uh, very emotionally charged, long sequences which have just real complexity and um they would have taken hours to do and i just said no let's just do it let's because i don't want to have to i don't want to have to um kind of make turn this into a technical thing because of what it requires so i just did it in one take and um we did it and everyone was like oh no is that the one and um for like one technical reason we couldn't take it and everyone was very nervous because it was very emotional and i was like guys 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 it's fine it's fine it's fine we'll just do it again but i'll do it a bit better mm-hmm. and i did it again and that's the take we used mm-hmm. and so something that should have taken probably about four or five hours took maybe 20 minutes oh, um, wow. to do God. and i still think it's my favorite it's my f- it's the most kind of it's the thing i'm most proud of in my entire career that i've ever done because of that moment where you feel like you've done something justice, you've given your entire mm. self to it, and it just is incredibly real. It's not it's not fake. We did it, and we went all through in one go, and that scene that you see is exactly as it happened, and everything we were feeling in that moment happens. And, you know, you see all the trailers. This is an emotionally charged game. There's lots mm. of fun stuff to it, but I love that, and I'm going, yeah, that was me putting myself into that character. 
that isn't just me trying to bend myself up in knots. That's just raw honesty. And I was just like, oh man, that's, that's cool that I got to do that. Do you remember the first time you saw what Clive was going to look like? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and I just thought that guy's unnecessarily attractive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember the first time I ever saw Sid, I was joking about this. So Ralph and I had sessions together right towards the beginning. Ralph, who plays Sid, Ralph um, Einstein, who is, you know, he's in everything, right? Um, a British uh, yeah. institution. His voice, the voice as if he's been eating dirt for 20 years. <laughs> it's just, it's an, he's an amazing man to be around. And we would see like some of the character models really early on. You know, they, there's no, like, they haven't got any of the, the bells and whistles on. They don't look like they do now. And they were just like blank like gray faces and hair um clive looked like he was made by four-year-old play-doh hair <laughs> like um and sid just looked very attractive mm -hmm. from the get-go like <laughs> sid was always super sexy looked incredible day one whereas clive looked like he'd been drawn by a four-year-old who had just like got her first play-doh so his play-doh so it was it was very very silly yeah no like the the sid stuff i saw him in that garuda fight that they yeah. released and i was like Oh, he's unnecessarily attractive. Yeah, he really <laughs> is. Also, he's just very funny. I just think that like you, you can kind of let Clive be really sad in that section of the game because Sid just brings so much levity to all of it. And being in being in the room with Ralph when we were recording, it was just really funny because you know I'd I'd say you know I'd say something quite sad or serious as Clive, and then he'd just come back with a funny quip. And a lot of the stuff that you get in the game is just because we were in the room together when we were doing it. And I don't think you'd get that kind of same chemistry mm. if if we weren't there in the room. What do you think is gonna surprise players or like what's gonna be a takeaway for people like us who've like played most Final Fantasy games? Um, I think probably the most surprising thing is, I mean, it, probably not surprising, but um, this, is the, this is the first new Final Fantasy that you've had in years, like you haven't known about. And I think that it just, it feels very, very modern. And I don't, don't know how to say that in any other mm. way. Like it feels, it feels very modern, but also it has, still has the same kind of like Final Fantasy classic sensibilities. But I love, because we recorded it in English, I think you're going to get a style of performance that you haven't heard in a Final Fantasy game before. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of the stuff is quite understated. It's not in your face. And we do go for the big bombastic moments. Mm. You've seen the trailers. It does go to some crazy, crazy places. Um, but even in that demo, right, you see just two people talking in a room, no music, mm. um, and you don't need it because you're trusting in what the story That's is. That's awesome. You're trusting in um, what these performers have done. And I'm acting alongside some people who I think are just so, so cool. Like, like I, I mean, I, the actors haven't been announced yet, so I can't really talk about them. But like the people, even in that demo who, I've, who I was working with, I was just like, oh my God, I've... I'm I'm playing your characters right now. Like I I'm, mm -hmm. I'm I played games with your voices in them. It's it's really mad. Um, and it, everyone always surprised me. It, I'd always come in and it would just be like performances with different dynamics and different textures to kind of create a world that kind of feels really lived in. You feel like these people have lived here for hundreds and thousands of years. So yeah, that. That was a good answer. Oh, thanks. Very good answer. <laughs> well done, yeah. uh, Ben. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's been a real honor. We are looking forward to the game. We're very excited for very you. Much. Proud of you. This is crazy. Yes. Yeah. So good luck with everything. And maybe like we can come back and talk spoilers. Yeah, just or something. remember us, you know, little <laughs> yeah. guys when you are in the yeah. higher echelon of ga video game. <laughs> when you're in another beach. Well, I want to ask before you go, does this change your career focus? Because oh, you obviously yeah. have been an actor or are still an actor, I should yeah. say. And now you've done this thing. Mm. 
are you thinking, well, maybe now I'm a video game voice actor and that's what I'm going to do? Or is it like, well, actually, that's just one thing that I do on top of other things? Um, I've... I've, I would love I would love to do more video games. I'm currently not doing any more video games. Um, so get on it, guys. What are you <laughs> waiting for? What are you waiting for? Oh, my God. God. Um, but um, I would love... I love the variation of all of it. Mm. I think it's so cool. Um, and they do... They're very similar, but very, very different as well in the disciplines that they require. And I've learned a lot about myself as an actor that I'm taking into all my other disciplines. But... Um, I, I, I love being freelance. It's cool. It's terrifying, but, um, I love thinking that like, oh, I can go off and shoot a film or I can go and do a TV show or I can go and do a video game. I love it all because my passion is video games and acting and they just so happen to be my job. Um, cool. so yeah, I would love to do any and anything. I don't know what the future holds. Um, uh, wait until 16 comes out. I could be terrible. Um, but I'm really excited to see what the future holds. We are too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, see you later, Ben. Bye. Bye, Ben. And then he disappears Bye. in the cut. Does it, does it wipe and he's gone? No, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> you have to leave like Keanu left on the stage. Yeah, someone, scurries away. Someone, someone tweeted running. out with, he left like a Muppet because his entire body turns. Yeah. It was just like, it's just like he just went, you know who I'm going to be? I'm going to be Duke Kaboom in this. Like his character. From, all I was like, wait a second. Are you doing an impression of Duke Kaboom in this entire? It cuts to him and he's just like, yeah like he's surprised that he's even there like, <laughs> it's like keanu reeves he, it's like he's an avatar of keanu reeves he's being controlled by keanu reeves like, yeah like remotely from somewhere keanu, else it's rolling it's yeah. rolling go yeah. go come on yeah. <gasps> thanks guys thanks man thank you great. Thank yeah you. isn't ben great he is the loveliest. I want to be best Very friends nice. with him. Yeah, yeah. He's you just, are he's best just, friends. It's a rad dude, hardcore gamer man, uh, living every one of his dreams. Just yeah. imagine, imagine manifesting your dreams to that degree. Impossible. It's nice to see that you can be a gamer and achieve. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yes. Things in real life as well. Yes. That's right. I yes. love it. Looking forward to Final <laughs> Fantasy 16. I'm sure we'll probably at this rate be talking about that the next. Podcast. Oh, next episode will be yeah. the cool. Yes, the main excellent. It will be. Feature yeah. But yeah. we got to get back rolling with all the stuff we're catching up on. Mm. Uh, so there was the Xbox event, and there was a lot of new game reveals there. Mm. Uh, big standout this. immediately come to any of you? Fable. Okay. Fable, okay. Fable was I mean, a great way to start the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, it's 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 because I was really going in there expecting lots of gameplay after that tweet from Aaron Greenberg. I will and, say there was then, no true gameplay. I there was like yeah, was one saying, second of yeah. like a fireball, and they're like, "Hey, we got you. It's some gameplay, yeah, you know." Like, it's, it's an like, engine, though. It's right. I, I was a bit annoyed about the fact that he tweeted out that because the spirit of his tweet was very much like, "Yeah, man, you're gonna see lots of gameplay and everything. It's games, games, and it games." And the reality was actually it's cutscenes rendered in engine, and it's like, okay, well yeah. now we know that means it's fucking nothing. Thank you for teaching us. So <laughs> you're getting shit for that. Yeah. For what? Yeah, that's interesting. Tab's telling us that people are trying to correct him, saying that uh, that they're saying, well, they showed some gameplay, but it's like, come on, they did not really show gameplay. You know, there was quite it a was few of that. Layered between a lot of cutscenes. Exactly, it's Starfield totally, gameplay. There was a lot of that, and that was fantastic. Yeah. But Lots yeah. of Starfield gameplay. But, so my thing with Fable is, I still don't know what it is. For me, I this exactly. trailer yeah. just gave me yeah. like humor confirmation which is good as yes. a as a like diehard fable weirdo i am so happy that there is like a good tone and it's funny 
but I don't know a single thing about this game. Yes, I agree. Other than that, that it's very out. British. Uh, yes, exactly. So I, I, I'm totally there with you. And so I, it's it's that's the second time this game has been revealed almost. Yeah. And it's like, cool, all right, fair enough. But we don't well, know anything more Well, at least we saw something this time around. Because the first time around, we didn't. We saw way less. Oh, of yeah. course, absolutely yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. But it, it does feel like this is 2025. You know, it it's, yeah, doesn't feel like it's, like it's anytime soon. And yeah. We don't know what it is. And it's that's literally it. So chicken, yeah. ch- chicken chaser. The chicken chaser reference was like my on your left moment from Avengers. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they kicked the chicken. Like, yeah. So that's I still like I obviously I'm like I'm not rushing them, but like I would like to know a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, well, sa- same goes for like the next two games after that, because then we had that the compulsion s- games game that yeah. we already yeah. oh, uh, South of Midnight or Midnight of yeah. South of Midnight, yes, yeah. South, South of Midnight, South of yeah. Midnight. yeah. Which again, no idea what it is. Yeah. Looks really nice, it looks great art style. Yep. No gameplay, but, but definitely intrigued. And yeah. then we had the Outlaws uh, reveal, Star Wars Outlaws. Yes, Star yeah. Wars, Star Wars Outlook. Star Wars Outlook. Thank you very Star much, Eve. Star Wars Outlook. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit more when we talk about some <coughs> the Ubisoft stuff at the end. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Forza, the new Forza Motorsport, um, it, it has graphics yeah. and a Corvette. But yep. I did get to see a lot more of it uh, behind the scenes and talk to the developers. And uh, the coolest thing about it is that they're very self-aware of how the last couple of games have been, where it's like so much freedom, where it's like, get that awesome car and go. Now they're like, okay, like after a while, that kind of loses its luster. So they're they're rethinking like the progression loop. So like you're doing stuff, like you're leveling up your cars and mm-hmm. earning upgrades and, and doing that whole type of thing. The, and I'm happy to have that again. The game director literally did say in the presentation, it's like a car PG. Yes. And that's what everyone, and everyone in the presentation Pacific, chuckled. Isn't yeah. Pacific Drive car PG? Uh, that's that's like car survival no no something else is car pg really yeah need for speed underground that's car pg oh i got a good one no no need for speed underground anytime you gotta level up your car and do my life is a car pg car pg dude what i don't know what the hell let's move on (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i i'm i'm into that um oh car pg is apparently already a uh genre genre right damn all right yeah um in terms of the forza thing it's it's just cool that they're they're rethinking how the actual play goes yeah. because they got the simulation, the graphics, the fit, like they have yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's more about getting new interesting ways to play. And I asked if the DeLorean is in the game and they they wouldn't confirm, but damn. They have a good it's relationship in, uh, with Forza Horizon. It's in the Motor Crew game, whatever it is. The, uh, it is. Oh, the yeah. Crew, yeah, they had crew like Motor Fest out. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> forget the fucking get name. The... <laughs> it really did. <laughs> yeah, um, that was that was interesting. Uh, the other one I got to play was a game they revealed pretty early on uh, in the presentation. 33 Immortals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is from the people behind Spiritfarer. A really cool game yeah. that uh, tackles death in interesting ways. Um, this is a combat multiplayer <coughs> thing that is pretty cool. I only got to experience so much of it, but um, it's like you all emerge and then like this, you're like a whole crowd of players and you all play together in a top down, almost like Hades light yes. type thing. Yeah. Exactly. And you're given a random weapon. You're either ranged or melee and you just go and it just gets more and more chaotic. More characters pop on the screen and there's like, uh, team moves essentially where like if you hit a button it's like okay guys I'm gonna hit this button and you put like a three circles on the ground and so yes. three other players have to scurry over and get in those circles and then you all hit the button and then you get like a health boost or mm. like a big arrow attack and 
it's pretty challenging. It's pretty fun. There's loot. There's like you're going into little dungeons, beating quick little mini bosses, getting loot, keeping going. Uh, but it, the game does a really good job of pacing through these runs where it's like they get you in a groove where you're all starting to communicate and like everybody's good. Everybody's playing together. Everybody has their roles. And then the game drops something to make you all go, oh, what do we do? <laughs> and I think that's like a really good loop. And th- by the end of it, I got to the boss and that was like what they showed in the trailer, like that big like He-Man animation style yeah. demon. Mm. Yeah. And I'm really curious to see more of this one. Mm. I will say sitting in the audience for the Xbox conference was really funny for this one because I, I saw the logo for Spirit Fair Devs. I'm like, oh, dude, the guys made Spirit Fair. It's sick. And everyone was like, well, interesting. And no one like really said anything until the words 33 player co op <laughs> appeared yeah, on yeah, screen. Yeah. Then the whole room went, yo, oh, what? Oh, like, yeah. I think I heard Hip Hop Gamer go, yo, let's go like, yeah. in the corner. And then <laughs> yeah. everyone laughed. Like, it was so funny how like that was the one thing that kind of took everyone to get into the game. Mm-hmm. It's a good, it's a good little hook. It I'm is. curious to see, like, it seems like it, like I'm hoping it's just easy to hop in, like, and find people, like, kind of like almost like a journey thing, like, yeah. where it's like you can just kind of emerge into worlds with. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, uh, we got like a good look at Avowed, which uh, just seems obviously so much more fleshed out now from that original little teaser trailer. Like, we get mm-hmm. to see what it is now. Uh, I also need to make sure I remember this takes place in the Pillars of Eternity universe. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I keep forgetting that. Yes. Um, but yeah, what, what did you guys think of that? Yeah, I'm down. I think I've been. I I'm, I'm not sure of the scale of it just yet. Yeah, I know it looks small, doesn't it? And I but I like that. Mm. I, like thing, outer worlds. Thing, yeah, outer worlds. Yeah. The thing is, is that I'm thinking about. Remember when you played Skyrim for the first time? You think about just how big that world was yes. back in 2011. Although I imagine now by modern sensitivities, it's tiny. I feel like Skyrim would be like. A manageable game yeah. and so i'm kind of hoping that that's where this is gonna lie obviously there are many more comparisons to skyrim to be made especially that initial trailer mm. so i'm i'm intrigued by it i never played pillars but you know yeah i never played pillars shit. either that's one thing that i'm actually quite keen on being able to like be immersed in that lore because yeah. it's so developed and so fleshed out already but you know you don't have to read like thousands of pay- lines of dialogue to enjoy it this time around yeah. mm. you can just play this like you know rpg action game thing so i think visually it was quite surprising because that first trailer was quite dark. Yeah. yeah. And then this one comes in and it's very colorful. And it's kind of like, okay, what's happened in this intervening period, oh, you yeah. know? Uh, and yeah, the whole the whole thing presents quite differently than what I imagined it would be. It mm. does feel more like the out like a fantasy version of outer worlds, more than Obsidian's take on Elder Scrolls, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. So um which I'm keen for though, in the sense because like I, I trust Obsidian. Like they make cool games. I even liked Outer Worlds, which a lot of people really don't like that game. No, that's cool. Uh and I'm I like their writing style. I like what they do with RPG. So I'm keen to check it out. Yeah. It's it's sold me. So yeah. I'm dumb. Uh the whole like beginning of the trailer, I thought it was like a new Pirates Assassin's Creed. Like it just looked like it was like right. a pirate guy walking on deck, his hood was up, and I was like, What what? Oh, Wait, yeah. this isn't the Ubisoft. Oh, thing. don't worry, Skill and Bones had its moment. It did. Oh yeah. It uh did. in terms of Xbox, we also have I mean, um, Persona fans eaten. There's so much, man. Eating definitely. The Persona Three remake is a thing. So Persona, well, I mean, they're Persona also Persona Five Tactica. Yes. Yeah, the Persona Three stuff, though, it's it doesn't have the it's... stuff that some people want. Yeah. Right? So when Persona Three was like re-released later on, they added a bunch of new content, including a female playable character that's all gone. Oh really? Uh, yeah, they've remade wow, okay. base game rather than the, 
that one very odd choice that people want sure um, also persona 3 and persona 5 tactica got leaked the day yeah uh, by atlas Fest. posting it on they did it themselves yeah but and i have to bring out my phone for this because i will not remember this name metaphor re fantasio Yes. Which is the fantasy project that the Persona team... I guess I don't think they call the Persona Fantazio. team anymore. Fantazio. Fantazio. <laughs> I thought it was the Shin Megami Tensei game. It that's looks what definitely... I, thought. I, th- I thought they were porting Shin Megami Tensei from Switch. Yeah. That's the that's what I thought I was looking at. Yeah. Uh, so Persona fans, eaten. eaten yeah. Eaten. That really looked quite incredible. The UI in that game alone, yeah. incredible. Like, yeah. Just, I mean, just... we saw what they did with like, Persona Five, and you know, yeah. I, they can make anything interesting. Totally, totally. Um, but it's also kind of, you know, we talked to Phil and Matt Booty about it uh, on the Giant Bomb stuff, but it was like really incredible to see a Japanese developer and Capcom too announcing a game. I know. It was a goddess. Yeah. Uh, Path of Goddess? Path of the Goddess? Yes. Like having a lot of more Japanese uh, developers on an Xbox stage was very cool. That was definitely one of the big unspoken messages from that showcase. It was mm-hmm. like, Japan, we are committed to you. We are bringing in de- like your best developers. They're a- putting their games out on Xbox, you know? They still don't have Square Enix, obviously. Why but... don't you love me, Japan? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, totally. But um, but they've, re- but they've got Capcom and they've got Sega and it's like, cool, nice that's a, a really great start. Yeah. Um, and I think it's only it's only a good thing, for it sure. Seems like Phil Spencer has always been about that. So yeah. like, it's cool yeah. that that's definitely a thing now. Uh, there, <coughs> there's also, uh, just briefly, the new Cities game looks incredible. It does, actually. Cool. I love City Skylines. Did you really? Yes. I would not have picked that. Yeah. Oh, my God. No way. Oh, my God. Cool. C- City Skylines and, like, Civilization and Frostpunk. Like, I like those types mm-hmm. of things. Um, I really like sitting in, like, a stadium full of gamers watching uh, someone drag and drop, like, <laughs> zoning <laughs> districts <laughs> and, like, plumbing and electrical lines and stuff. It's just, I love those games. And this this one's coming out. I believe this year October. Was the date. Yeah. Wow. Memory, smack yeah. smack dab in October when every other game is coming out. Yeah. It's all September and all mm-hmm. October. But yeah, that was that was cool. But I think uh Coldblade two? Yeah. That trailer. I don't think it was as good of a showing for this. I feel like in terms I, I of agree. pacing Unseen. of pacing of a showcase, it slowed it down. I felt like it, it went on a bit too long. But that's <laughs> You know, the I, game. I agree, but I, yeah, that's the game. That's yeah, the, that's the, the game. first trailer was very much like, look at this action, this spectacle. Yeah. I really like just seeing this emotional scene and how that's being rendered in a video game. Mm. I love that performance. I was really drawn into that, to be honest. But yeah, I, I do agree it was a bit long. It but lasted forever. It, yeah, it yeah, yeah. I was also in the Xbox presentation. I was sitting next to the speaker and it was just like all <laughs> crazy sound. It yeah. was like a oh, mental you, like You get that ASMR. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like... I feel like her right now. I'm like, ah, like, like venom when the bell gets rung. <laughs> yeah, I'm like peeling my skin off, <laughs> vibrating all over yeah. the place. Chunks oh, just going everywhere. Uh, there was like a dragon. The oh uh, my god, which I'm actually fun trailer. What an incredible yeah. trailer! That is going to be really fun. The idea, I think, Infinite it's it's, it's pretty much confirmed to be Hawaii, I believe, and yeah, that's a great it. setting for that. I think that's going to be. I'm to see uh, dual protagonists, like if they're going to yes. be in different places. Wait, yes. wait, dual protagonists? Are they doing like Kiryu? Yeah, Kiryu's yeah. in. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize. Please, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope that they don't make him skip out on America. Don't put him somewhere else. I need to no, see him in America. Yeah, true. Go. Well, that, but I, yeah, yeah, that's actually a good point. I, yeah, you're right. I wouldn't have thought about He's that. also my favorite, my favorite man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, he's up there. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, the man who erased his name trailer at Keely's thing. Was that's also, oh, well, that's yeah. true. That's yeah, coming yeah, out at the end yeah, of the year. Right, yeah. So, yeah, and the Like a Dragon, the Infinite Wealth is out sometime next year. 
Uh, and did you see that Jusant game? The rock oh, the climbing Donald, game from yeah. I'm about that. So I like that. For me, that I was like, oh, it reminds me of like Eco with climbing. Cool. Mm, interesting parallel. Okay, I can see it. You're just like a yeah. little soft boy nice. thinking about things, going through. Yeah, you know? I can see it. It seemed nice. I, I, I was, and there's a demo out for that right now. Actually. Oh, is there? Oh, yeah. shit. The, the nice. only problem is, is that I, Jusant is his name? I, well, I, I'm just trying to put some French spin on it because it looks like it's a French word. It yeah. could just be like... Just it could ant. just be Justin. Just Ant. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. I just feel like that name is not... As a native English speaker, I'm like I can't remember that. Maybe the end of yeah, the game. Yeah, we, we just we just spoke it. about a game Climber. called uh, <laughs> called Kintsugami Path of the Goddess. I remember okay, the path and you were, of didn't God. have any problem no, no, with that no, one. No, no, no. But now you got some problem no. with your French. No, oh, the, the British and the French. Oh, we know no. all about that, first, don't we? First of all, oh, I had my phone open, so I I saw the name Path of the Goddess. So. And second of all, on the live stream, I went, I'm never gonna remember that. So <laughs> fair enough. I have precedent. Fair enough. Fair enough. The big one, big one is Starfield. I've heard of that. Yeah, definitely need to acknowledge it that because it was a long one. presentation. So long. As, as someone who <coughs> has had zero interest in Starfield, mm. that was the first time where I was like, okay, now this game oh, appeals really? to me. Yeah, yeah. I've I I've I feel like I'm the one guy in the world that's been like, I don't get Starfield. Mm. I don't get. Nah. I don't. I. I mean, look, maybe it's because I just have PTSD completing Skyrim so many times, but like... I was going to say, was, just preemptively, maybe don't play this one. <laughs> this, yeah, literally, uh, my friend AJ was next to me. He leaned in and said, I wouldn't complete it if I were you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, probably not. Um, but there was something Heruthian about completing it that made it interesting. The fact mm. there's like over a thousand worlds and... Uh, yeah, I, I was, this was the first time where I was like, the, now that I've seen enough of this game and know what's expected of it... Like, I, I feel confident in wanting to try it. Before, I had zero interest. Sure. Yeah, the last showing, I wasn't into it. Now, now I am. Yeah. It, for me, what clicked with this, I think it was obviously that they threw all, all of it at us. They're like, look at everything. everything. And yeah. apparently, that's not even everything. Yeah. Which so, is, what is left? Like, holy shit. Yeah. I, so, the thing for me that I, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think this is going to be the best aspects of uh, Oblivion, Skyrim for me which is like I barely ever, like I stumbled to the end of the story hours and hours later because I was too busy just kind of engaging in the world and messing around. Because mm. uh, all, like I want to build a ship. I want to like role play and try and make like a Star Wars guy and like have fun and like do space stuff. Uh, it's the story stuff that like it hits me like a brick. None of it really has appealed to me. Sure. Anytime they highlight the collective of characters, like the spacefarer people, mm -hmm. they all kind of look like randomly generated NPCs, which they kind of said they were like proudly. Like they're like, oh, <laughs> like the faces are all going to be based on, like they're all mm -hmm. using the same system yeah. or something more technical. Um, like none of it seemed very interesting. They also didn't talk a lot about the story. And anytime they showed anything, I was like, ah, oh, I don't think this is going to be the part that gets me. I think it's going to be more about just like, I feel like being they, weird in space. I feel like outside of fallout, and this is my personal opinion, everyone. I've never been a big fan of like the elder scrolls as a franchise for storytelling. It's just, I think it's about the small stories. Yeah. The main quest lines generally are great. Yeah. But that, the, that's, that's the, the, my you, vibe. You walk up at a village and you're like, what's up? And they're like, Oh, actually we have vampires living here. Didn't you know that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And just like figuring that shit out is actually really rewarding. Yeah. But yeah. The main quest lines in terms of yeah. core narrative. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. That's true. That's true. We'll um, see though. It's yeah. a lot. It's, 
it's it seems like it is definitely a big game. I'll tell you what, the modding community is just gonna eat this game alive oh, yeah. so it's ready. I just yeah. hope that it's I mean, there's something about Starfield that's been a little bit po faced up until now in terms of the way they've presented it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh in terms of the way they presented it. But I feel this one, they let themselves get a little bit zany. Sure. You know, like the woman who was stealing sandwich sandwiches. Lighting. Yeah, yeah. Was nice. she was MVP. Mm. Yeah, she was good. I agree with you. And so I, I want to, I want to see more of like the weird stuff you can do yeah. in Starfield because that's gonna be where that's what sure, I enjoy, of course, you know? yeah. I really enjoyed in that presentation how much time we had outside of just Todd Howard. Like we True. got yeah. so it was so yeah. fun jacket, seeing so many people jacket. just be like, "This is what I love about my job imbued in the game." Because very yeah. often we kind of get stuck behind like the auteurs, you know, the Sudas, the um the kojimas, the kojimas mm-hmm. and and the todd howards and you kind the of were like that one person's responsible for this whole project yeah, like, but no way. it really showed us that like you know you, it takes a village to make something like starfield yeah yeah for sure my 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 other lingering questions are just like the combat seemed a little bit more appealing this time we saw it but still can't yeah. judge that yet and then uh the 30 frames per second <coughs> on console yeah what do you guys think about that uh, I don't care. I can. Yeah, I, I don't I, I'm care. also in the same boat. Don't I don't. I don't care. If it, I, as long as it runs well, sure. yeah, that's the yeah. thing that matters if, most. If to it's me. below 30 FPS, then it's a yeah. Then we have a problem. Sure. But if it, it actually runs consistently locked at 30, <laughs> did you guys see the IGN article where they're like, "Oh, if if Bethesda does manage to release this at a locked 30 FPS, this will be the most the highest frame rate, most stable game they've ever released." Like they said that totally straight faced yeah. as well. Wow. And I was just like, man. But then, right. I played Skyrim Matt on PS3. Booty, right. yeah. It wasn't based on the quote from Matt. So that they released that earlier in the day. So Matt Booty, when he was on the Giant Bomb show, yeah. he said, oh, I've, I've seen the bug reports. And if, and you know, even I think it was like at this point, it will be the least bugs ever in a <laughs> game studio game. I mean, oof, interesting. Which yeah, is, right. uh, I, I, I mean, it's um, already been clipped. People are poised and ready yeah, to post yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they're, like, they're like, we'll see about that, yeah, you know? It's free see money you for YouTubers. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, no, because then I'm just sat in the corner being like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 30... I think it's hard. It's always so hard to talk about frame rate because the, the reality is it depends. Like, that's it. Like, that's it. It depends. Like, you look at a game like Redfall and you're like, sorry, big there's no excuse. Big update for Redfall today. Was, what, big update? Yeah, was there they actually? released a big patch. Apparently. Oh no way! Yeah, oh wow! Yeah. And they did not mention that in the, yeah. in the showcase. But like, you look at Redfall and you're like, I'm sorry, there's no excuse that this should not run at 60 FPS. Like, there's just not. Like, yes, I'm not a game maker. I'm sure that there's some game makers who are cringing right now, being like, blah blah blah. blah. But like, for real, there is a way to get that game running at 60 FPS. And in fact, it is going to happen because the developers have promised it. They just couldn't get it done in the timeline, right? And then you look at the at Tears of the Kingdom, and you're like. That thing is running on a fucking calculator and it's <laughs> doing the most adma- advanced mathematics that any human mind could conceive. It's doing it all real time, all the time. And that game runs at generally around 30 FPS and that's a fucking miracle. You know what I mean? So I think it depends every time. Personally with Starfield, I would have liked it to have been 60, but obviously they're focusing on their world. They're f- there's a lot of objects in a Bethesda game. Yeah. That, that's a big focus for them. He, they even talked about the fact that you can pick everything up. Sure. Mm-hmm. They're going for visual fidelity. They're going for the size of their worlds. Like, I get it. And I'm like, it would have been nice if it was 60, but I don't think it's the end of the world that it's 30. And Are you going to play on PC? Fuck yeah. Then you're oh, fine. And then you're fine. Yeah. The, yeah. the modern community within months will have... Yeah. 
the whole thing running at 60 with high fidelity would be fine. No, I mean, well, that it would already run at 60 on consoles. Oh, sorry, on PC. But the modern community can't get it on, get it running at 60 on. Yeah, of, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. So, but it'll, it should, look, if it doesn't run native 60 on PC, like, then that's going to be diabolical. Like, the PC community will lose You think on day minds. one? Oh, absolutely. If it doesn't, if you can't get that game running at 60 FPS through tw- settings and high end hardware, then that will be a fucking scandal. So, the conversation is that it's 30 on console. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, thought yeah. it was going to be 30 on. Oh, no, no, no. no, no, no. no. Yeah, no. Just otherwise, you'd. People would be a lot more angry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> be a lot sure. more angry. I, I I still don't know if I care enough. I know. I, I just wanted to work. Sure. I I, yeah, I wanted to be big. competently put together, which uh, yeah. we'll see. No, I agree. I, agree. I just I, I've grown custom. I I went from being like oh, I don't like having to choose between like priori- prioritizing this or that. I'll just play on PC. But now that I'm playing a console game where it's like the choices made for me i'm like wait no i like those choices i don't care about 4k because <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. they're like it's 30 fps 4k and i'm so. like i don't i don't care about 4k as much you know yeah but i think because again that's where it all starts to depend because it's yes. not because it's, it's every, not just it's the res- a case by exactly case. it's not just the resolution of 4k it's like the number of things that are going on in this game yes. at once the it's sandwiches quite, it's quite the sandwiches. Sandwiches. So many yeah. sandwiches it's quite vast and yeah. again you compare it to something like redfall a much simpler game in terms of the number of things that are happening mm-hmm. at any moment and it's like well mm-hmm. so that's why it's tricky to talk about yeah and that's why i'm not like i would i'm not losing my shit over 30 fps on right. uh, console stuff you know what i mean so, um, but look, I will say as well that I was just really blown away by that presentation. Like I, I genuinely was. Yeah, I you walked came in, out and I was like, wow, look at this guy. I was like, I, look, I was ambivalent towards Starfield. I'm like, I think it's going to be fine. I've always said that, but I'm like, wait a second. Maybe this could be really fucking cool. Yeah. You know, like I really was just, I, they nailed that. Um, and I'm actually really excited for Starfield now, which I never would have anticipated I would have said, but yeah, man. Yeah. They did it. Mm-hmm. So I decided I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to end the game if I'm allowed to. Here we go. I'm going to gun down all those space cowboy guys because they look silly. They don't, they don't look like they fit in. Yeah, that's true. They don't look like they fit in in the rest of wow. Star Wars. Wow. The space cowboys. Like, they look like Fallout 4 guys walking yeah, around. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, what are you guys do. doing? I agree, I agree. Uh, you got a settlement that you told did, did you see the comparison shots of like the old cowboy town versus the new one? Yes. yes. The visual. I swear to God, Phil Spencer must have just come in there in the last 12 months with like a money hose and just sprayed like, this on, game yeah. on, with all the money. And they're like, like, yeah, like the Ghostbusters 2 goo. Goo yes, exactly. Refer- Nobody references Ghostbusters too. Thank I'm you. I'm the one guy that likes Ghostbusters. So good. Are you joking? Yes, it's Vigo. I love him. Why are you okay? Are you joking? Greg Miller. Greg Miller likes Ghostbusters too. Greg Miller likes Ghostbusters all. Right, but we'll no, yeah, the but typical Ghostbusters fan. Will, not as oh no, no, no! Genuinely, one, two, no. One he he made me watch two. Yeah, <laughs> he so made you. Yeah, no, genuinely. Like Jen had family in town, and he was like, "All right, well, family movie night. Let's watch Ghostbusters <laughs> two. So yeah, no, it's okay, Greg. I like I like Ghostbusters two a lot. One last oh, thing yeah. we shouldn't forget is uh, Clockwork Revolution. Oh, oh, say, we shouldn't forget. Oh, I'm sorry, Ubisoft. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I'm so excited for that. Yeah. Did in you exile. see? The person who edited the original Bioshock Infinite trailers yes. did a side-by-side Twitter thread being yeah. like, watching this Clockwork <laughs> trailer gave me PTSD. Oh, right. Basically, because it was very similar. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I, you definitely got that vibe for I mean, sure. Yeah. I mean, Bioclock was, Bio Clock, doing, that's was very great. good. But that's knowing great. that it has like, you know, the, the wasteland thing, people's <coughs> smarts behind it. Yeah, I yeah. Like, systems-wise, like, it is going to be an RPG. They did say that. It's a first-person RPG, and I, I like that. I, I really want to see how much, like, it can actually 
kind of cash the check it wrote in the trailer where it's like, oh, it's going to change. The world's going to change. Yeah. And, you know, like your your decisions like time travels a fickle bitch. If you're going <laughs> to do that's it, Doc you... Brown said that. I yeah. That's that's quote. That's yeah. quote him. That's what he said. <laughs> uh, but that's the thing, though, is that like, can they cash that check of getting it done right? That's yeah. going to be that's the hard part. Whenever even like, you know, it was a death loop. I thought it did a pretty OK job. It was trying to do. But. We don't talk about Deathloop in front of uh, Skillet. I'm not that <laughs> anti-Deathloop. It's fine. I just think it's one yeah. of those things where if you're going to do time travel, or rather time manipulation, rather, yeah. you got to thread that needle. It's got to yeah. be done right. Yeah. And uh, I feel like very few games really, really get it right. Yeah. It has that going for it, and then it has... Not really a lot of like big AAA steampunky industrial revolutiony type games. Yeah. True, so, true, true. Yeah. But so, yeah. with that, uh, last event was, or at least at the time of recording this, really was Ubisoft. Yeah, Ubisoft we're not talking about lot. Capcom. No, uh, Pragmata. Sorry, rip to the release <laughs> yeah. date. Mega Man X Dive and the Apollo trilogy. That's all new that came from the nice. from, and and. Dog Dragon's Dog Dragon Dogma's yeah. gameplay. But yeah. Please tell your that. friends about Ghost Trick. Oh, yeah, Ghost yes, Trick. Yeah. Lots of Ghost Trick. Yeah, sure. Um, Gerard, would you like to start for Ubisoft? Something that... Yeah, we already talked about Prince of Persia, but... Uh, that I enjoyed? Yeah. Or What did you think of uh, Mirage? I, you know what? I didn't get to actually see that part of the showcase. I saw everything else but Mirage. Oh, okay. Uh, I, uh, the showcase overall was the weirdest one. Out of all of them, there was you two were there in person, and yes. we were watching. Oh yeah, on the, the stream, stream was borked, right? It was it was bizarre. Yeah. It was very bizarre. Um, I obviously <laughs> they have to do the just dance starting thing. Love it. We have Never to stop e-sport, doing it. Please. Yeah. Was there a new it's game, a game or was it just like yeah, yeah always? If, okay. Even if you see a dance segment, that means there's a new game. Okay, yeah. that's yeah, all that the was, marketing they yeah. need to do. It's yeah. so funny that every year we've seen that, but we don't know that it actually means that a new Just Dance <laughs> is out. So they were just like, "Oh, they're just having fun. Good on them. Like, that's yeah. great." You know, welcome to the Ubisoft that's conference. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a new <laughs> game, but we're not going to tell you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's right. Brought to you by Just Dance 2020. Here's what makes us the most money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, I, I literally. think someone on I think someone online was like, "We don't talk about it very often," but there's like. That franchise has sold millions and millions mm. and yep. millions, and everyone loves to shit on it. It's like, well, it does well. So. They have a really cool TikTok where they show how they actually film the people doing the dances. Oh, that's yeah, cool. They do a lot of behind oh, like the scenes. Oh, the silhouettes. Stuff. Yeah. That... <coughs> Bless you. you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I the the I will say the the Blood Dragon anime for as weird as Eddie Shankar's presentation was, that's really exciting. Just yeah. that looks cool. Uh, I know that I know that hit, uh, I'm sure some of the team that worked on Castlevania worked on that, and uh, you know, cheeky references aside, like I think I think it it's it's going to be fun times. It also is like totally different than the actual Blood Dragon. Like, yeah, yeah. I like that they just kind of like made some weird quirky thing. I think I would have liked to have seen like Michael Bean reply reprise his role mm-hmm. yes. as like the guy, but Rex Colt Power was that his name? I, forget. I think so. Rex yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, uh, not surprised. We saw nothing of Beyond Good and Evil Two. Oh, yeah, we did. Exist. Star Wars Outlaws. That's it, man. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. They just repurposed they it. They just repurposed it. Uh, Skull and Bones. 
Oh, what? say shanty. They, well, uh, I mean, hey, maybe cool. maybe they start planning that in 2020 when everyone became obsessed with sea shanties. For I'm pretty a while. sure that uh, I'm pretty Damn. sure that they that's worked, brutal. Damn, they worked was... hard. They worked hard to not show us anything. That's right. Yeah, they, that was the game. Exactly they it. said we don't want to talk about this game. But beta uh, in August. August. Yeah, yeah I want to yeah. play pirate too... games. Like I just make it easy. Sea of Thieves, Monkey Island. Oh, crossover. we didn't even talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Bro, that I'm cool. so excited. Yeah, Next month, I'm I'm pumped for it. I definitely felt bad for everyone in the room at the xbox conference because they saw the rare logo then they saw yeah, lucas film yeah. and that was a trip. everyone was like yeah. oh oh like, it's like hell? but i mean when i first saw the rare logo i was like that's the one from sea of thieves yeah. 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 i knew exactly yeah. what was happening <laughs> i was like lucas film it's it's like that's the light green one i know that yeah one. i was yeah. like I've, I've been yeah. here before rare's yeah. other project is what Everwild. so yeah yep Yep. I forgot about Everwild. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. I think Xbox is yeah. about Everwild. So I was expecting that to decay, show up. Oh, that's right. State yeah. of Decay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars, I think the journey's still out. The jury's still out for me. I mean, I love, I eat up Star Wars games, but um, yeah, uh, it seems technically ambitious. It's like you hop in a spaceship, fly away, go up into space, do dogfighting, mm-hmm. go land on another planet. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. I, but, sorry, um, go ahead. No, I don't. I don't. I don't really know yet. Like, I, I guess I haven't seen enough. Like, I, 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 that was the one gameplay presentation that after I watched it, I was more confused after I had watched it. Like, I was, I, I don't, I don't know why. Like, I didn't understand how the mechanics worked of like ducking over things and shooting enemies. Yeah. Like, it wasn't very clear. When you see Assassin's Creed gameplay, you know exactly what you're gonna get. You yes. know. Mm-hmm. I I didn't I still didn't understand what I was getting. I agree. In fact, when I did my video, I was basically like, I just feel like so many of the elements in that trailer were very baked. Yes. Like yes. rather than being actual game, it just felt like, and it kind of took me back to the original Division One trailer back in the day, which you know that's a legendary trailer oh boy, for yeah. for a bunch mm-hmm. of reasons. Uh, and so I was very much like, let's just wait and see what this game finally is, because I guarantee you that the final product won't be that. It might be close to that, but it's not going to be that. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I like the look of it. I, there's lots of things about it that kind of ping for me and be like, yeah, I love Star Wars and the bounty thing and the dogfighting and all that. Right. But until I can actually see it properly, I'm very much just like, yeah, let's just wait a little bit more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I love so. the little freak. Yeah, but, um, yeah, the commando, was... the BX commando yes. droid wearing a trench coat is so sick. Oh, it's... that hot droid that everyone's yes. thirsting yes. over. Yeah, hot droid. Girl. Star Wars is just so hit and miss for me. Yeah, I, you know what? I've just stopped. Like Marvel, I've just stopped. Sure, stopped I get being it. Too you get blasted. In it. it. Yeah. Okay, you can have your Lord of the Rings. We'll have. Yeah, your... exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, now yeah. I'm having the same problem That's because right. every fucking thing's Lord of the Rings now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's something we didn't talk about. Return, Return to, to Moria. Moria. Sure. That oh, yeah. I'm intrigued by it. So, I mean, at yeah. the time, we were, like, reacting live, and it was Return to Moria, and I was like, when the hell are they going to do that? But then if it's after the events of the War of the Ring, then that could be actually really cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I agree. I just think, maybe it was just me, but I got Gollum vibes again. No. Like, no, 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 Don't no, invoke no, no, that no. name. You got it, PTSD. It just <laughs> you didn't, even it play didn't it. look impressive. Like, the graphics look like the PS2 game again. But I think as well, though... Yeah, I'm not. Maybe disag- I should go rewatch. I'm, no, the I'm trailer, not disagreeing. But- it's not going to be, you know, like the, the shiniest, biggest thing in the world. But like, if the core gameplay loop is fun and they don't yeah. completely just sh- shit over the property, then I'll be happy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
What else was there? Where were Avatar. We? Uh, Avatar. Avatar. Far Cry. Yeah, Avatar. There was a Far Cry thing? No, it's no. An Avatar. Well, yeah, oh, basically. Avatar, yeah. 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 It's, it's. So you guys have heads? I like, I like Avatar. Avatar. I like yeah. Avatar. Yeah. yeah. I like Avatar. Respect, man. No. Yeah. Just, Sivak, like just Sivako. Actually, yeah. I was That's right. Sa- we're, the, we're the two billion dollars right here. One yeah. billion, two. We just keep going <laughs> seeing yeah. it. You know? I couldn't name a single character in the game. Jake no Sully. one Jake can Jake name Jake Sully and the yeah. revolt on Hallelujah Mountain. No, that's right. They kept saying that, didn't they? <laughs> oh, well, I was sat next to Jake and, and Tam, and then we had Huber from Easy <laughs> Allies. Yeah. And so we were bookended by two Avatar fans. Right. Got it. And so I was like, okay. I was just basing on your reactions i was like okay that's a big thing Mm. i i uh yeah it's they're making an avatar game i like it's like it's a new area the western frontier i like that it seems like you can just freely jump on your um you can name it i should know yeah banshee and uh or on the ground ride your weird horse your ponytail horse um it seems like moment to moment though like it did so my problem is that, like, I, as a Navi, right? You're very yeah. big. Are you saying yourself? And you're very capable. Capable. Yes, Jake. Please speak on behalf of the Navi. I will. As I will speak on that, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> as a Navi, I know. Um, <laughs> My carbon fiber bones. They, they highlighted a little bit of like you using jump pads to like jump around and sprint, but like when it was gameplay, it was really just like you're running and sliding and Titanfall twoing people. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really it. And I was like, oh, I wanted to like really feel like but they're going for the story thing where it's like oh once again you are the one navi who like is sick with an ar-15 i do think the way they've they've written the story is a is cool you know the fact that yeah. you were raised by humans so you have a foot in both worlds it sure. is technically a good spin to see a character like you get to discover the world <laughs> for the first time and the yeah. character is but it's because of unfortunate circumstances where they were ripped from it yeah yeah yeah. I think it'd be cool to fly through that world. It looks sick. Oh, yeah. the world reminds me of like mon- like a monolith, like if like Xenoblade. Mm. If they had the, yes. if they were working on yes. latest gen hardware, they would make yes. Pandora basically. Right. True. And so I'm like cool to fly through that world. I'm, I think that looks sick. Yeah. Um, I actually really like this. I think it looked nice. Like I was expecting Far Cry Pandora. It obviously yeah. is that, and it looks really pretty. And I like Far Cry games and I like Avatar. So yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll play I that game for 25 hours and then maybe yeah. never think about it Sometimes ever again. Sometimes things are simple. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's honestly it. Yeah. Like I like the loop of a Far Cry game. I like yeah. going through an outpost. I like liberating totally. it. When yeah. I saw the big blue hand open up a circuit breaker and <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I laughed out loud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. But um, I think the like one of the cooler things was that it, it they said that it's co-op you can play the yeah. whole thing yes. co-op that's fantastic and like i know far cry games have been co-op in the past but for something like that i was like whoa yeah. where you're free diving and landing on your bird and going around these incredibly dense environments mm-hmm. like yeah. those in those environments are detailed yes like even when they announced an avatar game i was like how are they going to do that just mm-hmm. because like those jungles the glow in the dark plants like yeah. so much yep so yeah seems sweet do you guys want to throw up Oh, Assassin's Creed VR. Assassin's Creed VR, yeah. baby. That's the way to do it. Just put it on and then straight away. So they said, you saw the behind closed doors thing yeah, too. Yeah, they said they had, They yeah. were very upfront <laughs> about the fact that they have been really working uh, to make this game playable for people with VR sensitivities. 
but I do not think they did a good job of conveying that in the, in the trailer. trailer. was like, oh, man. Because as soon as it's the not first thing you do trailers. is you do yeah, like a yeah. roly-poly. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Not, a, not a fan of it. I was like pre-rendered. Like, this is the, this is what it feels like in VR. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it, like that, doesn't, that doesn't work for me. And then the presentation behind closed doors, we got like <coughs> screenshots. Yeah. Um, I know. That was, yeah, that was disappointing. Yeah. They are excited about like having a new, like telling new little stories stories of those characters and how there's going to be a story that ties that all together i don't know i just appreciate that ubisoft does dump money into vr sometimes and they yeah, try stuff i agree yeah so yeah, that's yeah. Cool. but the big thing was assassin's creed mirage yeah which uh i'm pretty like i'm an easy mark because like i, I i've wanted a game like this i do think like I, I wish they showed a mission that wasn't just like a side random mission yeah, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna show a side mission, a side mission, not like a big black box assassination mission." And that's like where that stuff is really special. So they just showed more like random shit, like a contract, wasn't it? So yeah. it wasn't even. You know, now that I think about it, I did see some gameplay, but I don't know if maybe I'm just too Assassin's Creeded out. But mm, I get it. It just looked like a higher res version of Assassin's Creed One, kind of, just yeah. in that way of like how you stealthily move and engage yeah. like even the sequence of like once the execution happens and everyone's like there he is like so down time and yeah yeah i mean that's that's what i want though at this point i was a really big fan of assassin's creed up through brotherhood and then i kind of fell off at revelations three was definitely the start of the turn for me and then i enjoyed black flag but then from there, I think they just became so big. I'm telling you guys, y'all slept on Syndicate. It's oh no, so shit! I did. Good. I My no no no. I love Syndicate. I did love Syndicate. That Jack the Ripper DLC. Oh, it was so Ugh. good. I never played it. Damn. It oh. was no no no. You should. It's oh. I got the platinum for that, and it was uh, it the main game was man. good, but yeah. the, the DLC is better. The Jack the, DLC the Ripper is stuff is so really good, good. man. It's the whole thing is like, hey, Jack the Ripper isn't actually Jack the Ripper. It's an assassin that Gone bad. is fucked up in the head, and yeah. he became Jack the Ripper. What? Yeah, yeah. it's really good. That's and, awesome. and he kidnaps one, and the starting beat is he kidnaps one of the twins. Yep. So That's you awesome. you have to basically Batman asylum your way to find cool. what happened to your twin. It is awesome. I'm in. But no, so like th- those are the games that I really enjoyed because they were more dialed in experiences, and then you get to odyssey uh valhalla sure. especially where it's just there are things about it i liked i mean the settings characters but i don't enjoy the changes to the combat system i agree did not enjoy the lack of focus on stealth didn't yep. enjoy just the bloat of the games and you know yeah. when you're hearing about mirage and the fact that hey we're approaching this game stealth is back parkour a more dense close world I'm yep. like, okay you all right you're getting me back in I don't know. The the one thing I'm interested in, though, is a, I've been I've fallen really out of the meta story, like all the Abstergo stuff. The Abstergo stuff is, in in my understanding, is almost completely gone. Um, except for in the VR game where it's apparently back. I mean, the VR as game the, makes sense yeah. because they're trying to let you play as all yeah all the yeah. the assassins. But but I think at the beginning of the franchise. They tied it in so well with Desmond and Lucy. Yeah, and people they clowned had, on it, but I liked it. I thought it was such a... It was a really, really clever framing just, device. And then it was... Hmm. Ooh, it was well, even even in like Black Flag, it's like, you're a user. I'm like, welcome to Abstergo. You work there. You just work like, around a game dev studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's oh, a game yeah, that was game. funny. Right, yeah, because yeah, um, as well, they had Watch Dogs references in there too. If you go through other people's uh, desktops and look at their emails, you could see references to the 
the folks in Watch Dogs. Yeah, they're yeah. like, we're downgrading the graphics. <laughs> <laughs> Inside corporate email, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the only thing I, I still want to see is, like, I'm happy that it is so like the originals. I like all of those gameplay elements, but, like, what what is new here? Like, there's totally still has, there still has totally. to be something yeah. new totally. there, and maybe it's the story, yes. maybe it's some gameplay additions. Like, I like that the bird gets told to fuck off if you fly too close <laughs> to a place. Nice. Yeah. That's like little that. things. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Put them in that place. But I'm curious <laughs> to see like what the main gist is. And for me, it's not that like teleporting attack thing. Yeah. That mark yeah, and yeah, execute yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? What? How does this make sense in the lore? I was very like jammed up about that. But um, he's yeah. very quick, Jake. Yeah. That's what they. That's, that's what that it's was their explanation, apply, right? Yeah. Like, I don't want to fast forward the badass. Well, and, and just to be clear, this character is connected to Valhalla. Valhalla. Yeah, because yeah. he makes he, a cameo in that game. Yes. He be- he becomes like he's like a time lord, basically. <laughs> 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 this yeah. was meant to be a DLC pack for Valhalla. Tam's nodding. Yeah. Uh, And then it got spun out into a mainline. Which, cool. And I like that they said it's a uh, coming of age story. Like, we're going to see Basim younger and then kind of work his way up, which I love just because I really like that about Ezio's story. I like seeing him as like a young, like, you know, uh, buongiorno. Fresh man. And then he like becomes, yeah. Buongiorno, I'm Ezio. Yeah, Yeah, and then by the end he's got a cool beard. (laughs) So that's how life progresses. (laughs) What's happening with us then, man? What's going on with us? Trying my best. I'm there, boys. I'm there. (laughs) Teach me. You gain weight and you gain a beard. That's how it works. (laughs) You just work your way to become Santa Claus, slowly (laughs) but surely. Kurt Russell did. It's true. So if he can do it. You know what? If he can do it, I can do it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a good note to end on. on. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Friends Per Second, episode 23. Thank you for being here. Like I said, uh, next week we're going to be talking Final Fantasy and stuff, and we're going to go back to the normal format. Mm. So be sure to hit us with questions at the email. (laughs) (laughs) users at friends.net.gov slash biz it's contacts at friendsbizsecond.com yes Ben uh, made a joke about that earlier, and yeah, I was like, did, oh, did, I'm did. pretty yep. sure at this Even point we know it. Know yeah. He knows the lore. Yes. Goddamn. Uh, so, yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. We're going to try and be in person sometimes because yeah. it's fun this it was is. really it good, great. good. Yeah. yeah i stared at you the whole time gerard just because you're in my eyeline so i'm like getting really tense i feel i feel like we had a our bond Definitely. just got stronger ghostbusters too that's what hell yeah <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening watching uh check out our social media because we got clips now yeah, clips man. channel now yeah we got a clips channel as well yeah. just search friends per second that's going to be a thing you're going to start to see slowly kind of boiling mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. but uh for now just thanks for being with us tie your shoes and go to bed <laughs> <laughs>